Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. There's something happened. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Tell you guys, you know, I'm pretty appalled at what's going on as concerned citizens that we all want to figure out how to best navigate our way through this whole COVID thing, you know. As we realize that it's not quite as dangerous as we thought it'd be, you know, I was absolutely appalled at the cowardice, you know, and as you're sitting there with your masks on, I don't blame you for wearing masks because I'd be hiding my face too if I was you. It's absolutely horrendous what you're doing to these people. I'm a business owner, and I'm telling you, our families are starving. You guys can sit here with your jobs, you can sit here and you're going to get paid, you can fall asleep in your chair like that gentleman's doing behind his mask right there. Right now, we're being peaceful. And you better be happy that we're good citizens, that we're peaceful every citizens. Break, take, but it's not going to be peaceful much longer, okay? And this isn't a threat. I'm not a criminal. I've never been a criminal. But I'm telling you, good citizens are going to turn into real concerned and revolutionary citizens real soon. That we're building, we're organizing. You won't stop us when time comes because our families are starving. Because this is a warning. Open the county, take the masks off, there's a million people like me. And you won't stop us. You are fake news. I will eat your ass. Very fake news. I'll do it. You want the boogaloo? Because that's how you get the boogaloo, okay, folks? I agree with that. All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Skag free wherever he is. You are a terrific team on all counts. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Well, uh, thank God that convention is finally over. Although, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to estimate comfortably that you watched exactly zero live minutes of. The clips that were on Tucker only. That's probably the best way to consume it. Uh, so at least one of those is, uh, is over. The bar for cringe set by the Democrats at their convention is far too high for the Republicans to match, I think. I, I don't think they're going to be able to surpass yeah. the sights that we just saw. If you're an appreciator of cringe as I am, don't worry. We're not going to bore you with all the, the recaps of the boring speeches and all that. You've seen them already. We don't need to go through those, but I do want to spend some time on some of those lowlights and some of those funnier moments in the week of Joe Biden accepting the Democratic nomination for president. And after that, uh, we have updates on the Portland fake face kicker story, which was breaking about the time we were streaming last week. That guy's finally in custody. There's some more uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa notables from your usual suspect cities as well. Uh, and you, you heard it there in the intro. If Susan hasn't cut the feed yet, a veteran in California goes viral this week for his stern warning to county government in Shasta County. Uh, stop infringing on our rights or things are going to get bad. It's basically what he said. Susan doesn't yeah. want you to hear that clip. Apparently we're going to do our best to bring that to you. I had quite the, uh, 
quite the episode this morning trying to get that clip onto my clips channel to use on the show. Apparently, this is one of those banned clips like the uh, demon semen doctor lady and um, and saying Erica Marshmallow and all those other things you can't do. You can't play that guy talking. So we'll see if we get away with it. Susan Bate, as always. Uh, apparently, that guy's crime is is defying Lord WHO yet again. That's what Susan says. It's not even the violence components of it. It's the I think it's the fact that he said don't wear a mask. I think that's why. Yeah, really. Is it <laughs> violence? It just sounds like a warning, like a legitimate. Yeah, warning. It sounds like leave me alone. Yeah. Yes. Uh, plus, it was a big week of cancellations between Tom Brenneman. We got to hear that clip on Wednesday, but I want to mention it again. Uh, Goodyear. So funny. <laughs> Again, what did he do wrong? He came out and apologized. We'll get to his apology. It, it's <laughs> one of those terrible apologies. It's like, dude, don't Never bother. Apologize. Don't yeah. bother. Uh, Goodyear Tires uh, stepped in it, and and they are having a tough time. And then audio came out after their whole controversy, so not looking good for them. And then Netflix is actually facing the most heat, but of course they're the only ones not really getting canceled so far after yeah. this uh, cuties controversy. Plus, we got uh, plenty of hoax hate. And a brief entry of surprise cringe to close, as always. And we'll take super chats on YouTube, Streamlabs, and DLive in between topics. And to close the show as well, 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show. Because, of course, we are no good. Lowdown. Money grabbers, it will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show over on the website. That is mattchristensenmedia.com. One of the many things we have featured over on the website is special deals from listener-owned businesses, of course. This week, our feature business is our friends uh, and big supporters of the channel over at Charity Swipes. If you own a uh, or you manage a business, you got to speak to Charity Swipes. They're a credit card processor just like Square or PayPal, but they have much lower fees, which means you keep more money in your pockets where it belongs. They have solutions for all types of businesses from retail to restaurants to e-commerce. So no matter what kind of business you're running, they've got a program to meet your needs. Not only does charity swipe charity swipes help businesses save on their credit card processing, but they're all about giving back to the community as well. And as, so as their name suggests, uh, they give 30% of their annual profit to charities like make a wish wounded warriors project and the Gary Sinise foundation. Great charities, not these uh, questionable charities you might hear of from Su uh, Susan wiki wiki and others. So simply by working with charity swipes, you are supporting nonprofits across the country. Get started with charity swipes today and receive a free uh, card reader as well as free setup and training. You can view all the details of their offer over at charityswipes.com slash MC. Every signup, of course, greatly supports our show as well. So if you own a business, do yourself a favor and us and Charity Swipes. Go check them out at charityswipes.com slash MC. You can find everything you need from our friends at Charity Swipes, as well as other great deals from our other friendly listener-owned businesses, including Hero Soap Company, Sonoran Defense Technologies, Phoenix Ammunition, and more at mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. I, uh, I will pose the question to you. Is this a glorious day? Is this the day that I've been waiting for? And so, to some extent, we've been waiting for. Do we get to celebrate? Do I get to celebrate? Does this count as a hit piece or does it not? What is your opinion? My, my official opinion is no. I'm with you. I'm with you, even though it, it greatly hurts me, <laughs> as you know. And I suspect your, your opinion is no for the same reason I would say no, because it doesn't mention me by name. Yeah. It doesn't mention us by name, though we're you both know, implicated. If, 
if it had only had your picture and it wasn't like a series of pictures, but didn't mention your name, I would have said yes. In fairness, it does have my name in the image because my channel name is my name. Anyway, technicality. Clue you guys in on the debate here. You know, my ultimate dream is to achieve what everyone else in this sphere has done. And, uh, you know, everyone's in the Nazi spider web from Becca Lewis and everyone gets their detailed profiles from scarf wearing Jared Holt. And I'm always on the outside looking at I never get to join the hit piece club. You know what you have to do. I've done most of the things I've said the N word. I've you haven't done the thing. Oh, that thing. Yeah. We talking. Oh, oh, Jay woke. Oh, no, I thought you were talking butt stuff or something like that. That's where I was going to (laughs) go. Sorry, mom and dad. (laughs) Anyway, uh, this week I got and and we got both of I mean, I I say I because you have crossed this threshold and I have not. It does involve many times, many times. I got as close as I ever have. Uh, so you guys in the audience, you can tell me if this counts. Thanks to a uh, listener, Stefan, for making me aware. Time magazine published this story on Thursday titled how far right personalities and, and conspiracy theorists are cashing in on the pandemic online. The story is more of a, a hit piece on BitChute and DLive uh, quoted in here is some one of these experts like uh, Becca Lewis. These people like us build their brand on YouTube. And when they get demonetized or feel under threat, they'll set up backup channels on DLive or BitChute. This is from Megan Squire, a computer scientist at Elon University who tracks online extremism. They know it's going to happen and they plan ahead. So it's mostly about those alternative platforms. Still, where this uh, article is shared, including by Time Magazine's account here, Time Magazine's blue check account, the thumbnail has our show in the bottom left there. So you can see a, an image of us, and it's got my name, because that's my the channel name in the bottom left. Uh, you guys decide, does that count as a hit piece? Does it not? Character By implication, everybody pictured here is a white supremacist, far-right extremist. That's the language they use, uh, white nationalist, rather. That's the language they use in the article. Uh, I've, I've invited the author to speak to us, but don't hold your breath. I don't think that's going to happen. I never do. I've written so many emails to Becca Lewis. Each meaner than the last, I assume. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Did you ever try kindness, or did you just go straight for the throat right away? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm pretty sure in the first email, I was just talking about how she's super ugly and how this is manifesting and her taking it out on hmm. on these YouTube. You got to hit them right in the cats, right in the cat feels. Right in the nose. Oh, right, right in the, in the nose. nose. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, ironic, uh, of course, that they accuse us of cashing in on the pandemic, uh, as though the fear porn that outlets like time pedal on the, on coronavirus generally is not, uh, in pursuit of some sort of profit as though they are not making money right. doing what well, they're they probably do. not making very much money these days. Maybe so. not. But the implication is always too, that, that people who do what we do are tricking or deceiving people. Like we've duped yeah. people into this, 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 uh, some sort of plot to, to trick them. Uh, no, it's the age-old uh, tested and and true process of creating a product that people want to consume. That's it. There's no trick. There's no trick. Your shitty reporting is why people watch shows like this. You created us. Now you're mad at us. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> yeah. you want. You're that Becca Lewis. You created me. Uh, she well, she has definitely influenced you and others uh, quite heavily. I would think. Yeah. 
There's a lot of big news this week, though, so I will uh, delay no longer and we'll let the chat. I should have put a poll up. I should. I, I know that I think the chat is going to lead. Does it count? That was my general. 99% says does not Yeah, that was on Twitter earlier. That was the general consensus. So I think that's going to be the answer. But hey, we're getting closer than we ever have been before. A lot of big news this week, though, so I'll delay no longer. Tell me about what's going on with the uh, former FBI lawyer who uh, very quietly pled guilty in the Durham probe. And I say quietly because yeah. the media are very quiet about this one. Super quiet about it. Yeah. His name's Kevin Kleinsmith. He pleaded guilty in federal court in D.C. on Wednesday to making false statements by altering an email in a very serious way uh, related to Trump campaign aide Carter Page. Carter Page, poor, poor guy. He just got raked over the coals, didn't he? Life seems so blasted. Yeah. Um, the CIA had told the FBI in August 2016, I think we talked about this, that Page served as an operational contact for the spy agency from 2008 to 2013. So this lawyer, Kleinsmith, um, contacted the CIA in June 2017 regarding Page while completing an application to renew surveillance against Page. So according to the complaint, Kleinsmith added the words, quote, not a source in reference to Page as a CIA liaison's email or to a CIA liaison's email. Kleinsmith shared the altered email with an FBI supervisory intelligence analyst working on the Page investigation. Um, he said Wednesday, Kleinsmith, that he knowingly altered the email, though he believed <clears throat> at the time the information he put in was accurate. I'm not really sure how that's relevant because he presented it as though it was part of the content of the email. So, so does it even matter that he thought that it was accurate? Who cares? Yeah. The accuracy of the edit is not the question. It's the edit itself. Correct. It's the edit itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and of course this is important uh, because him being Carter page being a CIA, a CIA source is, is really pivotal the whole case i mean yeah it explains all of his contact with anybody from russia uh it's it's very very important it's pretty much exonerating so saying that he wasn't a source is just uh, it, it really material materially uh changed the content of the email and the other thing i want to highlight about this just to summarize and, and uh, make everything simple beyond the noise is just a friendly reminder that nobody not one person in Robert Mueller's investigation was ever found guilty of anything directly related to the central premise, which was, of course, Russian campaign collusion, Russian election interference in 2016. Now we have the Durham investigation, which is looking into the origin of all of that, that investigation. Now you have a guilty plea directly related to that central premise, the illegitimate targeting of Trump campaign officials. Now, that's not to say that you have all the you have you have Paul Manafort and you have Papadopoulos and you have what's going on with Flynn. I love how Flynn is still reported as uh, currently in appeals. They like to put up all the faces of the supposed guilty people from the Russia yeah. probe. Currently in appeals uh, is that really? I mean, technically correct, I suppose. But there's a lot of asterisks on what's going on with uh, with Michael Flynn there. Uh, uh, how about fully exonerated? Yeah, like, come on. So. Uh, and, and and again, this is uh, this is still early. We don't we don't know what the findings of the Durham investigation are going to be. We had heard that maybe you'd have some sort of report by fall. But here's fall coming right at us. So who knows? Uh, your initial assessment of all of this was was right on that. I shouldn't get my hopes up for any kind of justice. And now I'm looking at this and it all seems like like such a, a microcosm. It seems like such a farce because the larger issue is that we're engaged in this 
this this global you know this pandemic yeah and it just makes all of this seem so trivial and and well, i don't even care if, if justice is served on this because the damage has been done from a cultural standpoint so, so who even cares nobody's even paying attention anymore uh, this needed to be done in 2017 or it doesn't matter anymore. and i have to push back on the credit because back you can go back and listen to the shows back then um i was I didn't want to be cynical about the origins of the Russia investigation. Back then, my perspective was, well, things could start with legitimate premises, but kind of go off the rails. It's looking more and more like this thing was off the rails from its inception. From the from its inception. Yeah. yeah. And and prior me, I don't think was was quite keen on that. Anyway, Outrageous. that's big news. Uh, other big news. Steve Bannon arrested and charged this week. Initially, I thought this looked like. My initial it's reaction to this was, great, again, yeah. like, oh, here we go. Another, like, weaponized political prosecution. Uh, after reading about it, I am i don't think it does not look good for, for Steve Bannon and the other no, guy on the spilled the wall thing. Really, really bad. I mean, at least what's in the indictment, it seems like he and the other three guys had a, a really in-depth process by which they were going to hide the funds. So um, Steve Bannon has pleaded not guilty to charges of wire fraud and money laundering on Thursday after federal prosecutors in New York announced that Bannon and three others were indicted for allegedly defrauding donors to a $25 million fundraising campaign to build the wall. Um, and I think that we actually touted this on I know the show. I didn't donate it. to it. I know we've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, I might, I, th I think that if you look back in some of our previous episodes, you may see a link <laughs> to this somewhere. It's, it's definitely possible. I don't, I know that this was like circa early 2018 when this thing was generating a lot of coverage. Yeah. So he was arrested on Thursday morning, taken into custody. Um, and when he was taken into custody, he was on this giant yacht, this giant Chinese billionaires yacht. Hmm. Uh, also really weird he was released on five million dollars bond on thursday afternoon he has to forfeit his passport um but federal prosecutors are saying donors were repeatedly assured that a hundred percent of the money raised would be used to build the wall those claims seem to have been false yeah bannon personally received more than one million dollars from the foundation and it was funneled through a nonprofit he controlled and some of it was clearly used to cover personal expenses um hmm. Clearly. So each of the four people involved are charged with one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering, and each carries a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. Wow. So they're in deep shit. Yeah. And it looks like he did it. I well, mean, uh, these days, you know, I will I, I will maintain innocent until proven guilty. He deserves his day in court. But initial look, not great. Initial look, not great. I don't know. It's maybe. I mean, it's. Every time something like this happens, it's always more inflammatory. The story is more inflammatory no doubt. than there's, it is. Yeah. There's political so incentive I, to amplify this for sure. Yeah. But I just, if the premise was $0 going to us personally, and it's demonstrated that not just $0, but say a million dollars plus went to these individuals personally. I, yeah. I, that's, I, I don't know how you call that anything but fraud and, and we'll figure out what the criminal justice system has to say about that. It definitely is possible this is political on that. What I've been reading about it has just been politically motivated. Could, and it turns out to be a big number. Could be. Could be. It's, yeah. I, I'm I'm granting that it's demonstrated that they can show me that the money traveled in the way that they're describing. Right now I'm reading descriptions of it, but if you can show me that it happened, yeah, that's not a good look. Yeah. Uh also our, our last uh 
legal development here. Aunt Becky is going to jail for two months, which I guess all um, things considered is not that bad. Uh, no, this is a plea deal. Um, and under this plea deal, deal her husband pays $250,000, 250 hours of community service. She pays $150,000, performs 100 hours of community service. She goes to jail for two months. I think he goes for five months. Um, and of course, this is for them paying half a million dollars in bribes to get their two slut daughters into <laughs> USC. Yes, the uh, the like, Harvard of oh the West God. Coast, of course, USC. Definitely. Um, as rowing recruits, I think that they photoshopped their their skank faces onto other people's bodies. I don't know that is I've that... ever seen those photos, but I kind of want. I now I want to see how convincing that actually was. It's ridiculous. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, two months in jail. That's she deserves it doesn't she I, all things considered i don't think that's a big deal who was the other felicity huffman was the other big name implicated she in this? Got two, two weeks two weeks there were some other people mm-hmm. but uh i mean it's you would i guess i don't know what the what the sentencing guidelines would say about this sort of thing but to battle this as long as they have which has been what a year or two now this was a this story is old i forget when it first broke but it's been a it's long been time. It's been at least a year. Yeah, more. they've battled this in court. And then to go through that lengthy battle and then only face two months, it's like you probably could have got two months if you just agreed in the first place and, and served your time. But here we are. Yeah. And then um, the the fines that they're paying only amount to 80% of what the bribe was. Hmm. All right. Last thing uh, I will say, because, uh, of course, now that Corona is slowing down and there's still two plus months until the election, you're probably wondering what the next big scare is going to be. Or maybe you're hoping this scare is really legitimate so we can finally end this run of 2020. (laughs) Either way, consider this. NASA is now monitoring an asteroid that will come close to Earth the day before the election. It was first identified in November 2018, has been hurling toward Earth ever since. Uh, some points for confidence or at least non-hysteria here though the diameter is only about six and a half feet so it's not incredibly large and scientists say its probability of hitting the earth is very small uh just 0.4 percent but hey don't stop no 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 no. that's incorrect it's 0.04 percent oh 0.04 i thought it was 0.4 make sure i get my that's that's a pretty substantial chance of an asteroid hitting Uh, yeah zero Zero point. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but that's what I said. Zero point four. That's what I meant. Zero point four percent, which would be point zero. Yeah, yeah. Very small. Half of a percent chance. One out of uh, 200. Roughly. Yeah, that that has to pass. You look like the meme of the lady doing the math. in her. I know (laughs) my brain. It doesn't work anymore. Okay, let's get into um, into the. uh, the convention, the Democratic National Convention. By now, of course, I'm sure you've seen the highlights of this event. As I said, we're not going to bore you recapping the speeches like you saw a week, but I do want to highlight some of the lowlights, the worst of the cringe and just some of the lowbrow politics. Uh, Of course, it's not surprising to hear people say Donald Trump killed my dad or Donald Trump killed this person or whatever. Some of this stuff was was really, really low and uh, noteworthy for other reasons as well. But let's um, I mean, it was most the whole event was most notable for its its cringe. And that started right away on on night one. Something called Billy Porter, who I've never heard of uh, until this provided some sort of musical entertainment on night one. And it was his rendition of the Vietnam era song for what it's worth by Buffalo Springfield. 
And it wasn't even that the music was so bad. I actually had it on in the background today while I was working on this stuff. I was like, okay, the music, <laughs> it's not the music that's so outlandish. It's the, it's the silly graphics that they put together for this. Uh, so anyway, here was uh, Billy Porter's performance at the DNC. There's something happened in here. And the dancing, of course. Okay. Uh, first of all, <laughs> just the editing they did, it reminds me of someone who got who like was testing out iMovie when it first came out back in like the mid 2000s and you're just using all the transitions and movement things you can do to impress your I don't know your high school uh drama yeah. teacher or whatever you're doing. Look, things can move around in this way. And of course they got to alter the American flag to be like weird antifa colors or something like that. But one thing to notice about some of the subtleties here. Look at the background visuals. Do you recognize this scene behind him there? No. That is, this is a scene from May. This is the scene where I knew that we were conned on coronavirus. This is Was this when all the doctors uh, agreed or they signed the petition or? Uh, it was around that same time, but this is a bunch of nurses in New York City who came out to, uh, to clap for Black Lives Matter, unmasked Black Lives Matter protesters marching by in New York. Oh, and they no. were clapping for them. And I, I knew as soon as I said, we've been conned. We've been duped. Yeah. Definitely. This whole thing is a yeah. joke. So there was that scene, and then you scroll back in here a little bit. What else they got? Kneeling. I think these are Yankees players. I believe these are Yankees players from that weird Morgan Freeman opening day uh, uh, Supreme Leader type speech that we played on the show. Remember that one? Yeah. So they're taking these events that to a lot of people are just outright silly. They're demonstrations of how we've all been duped. They're highly politicized. These are not unifying events that I think your average independent a person that the democratic party needs to needs to persuade you're not going to get them with these sort of events that said i'm probably reading too much into this i don't think people are looking as closely at the background images as i was but the image choice i thought was very telling because they picked things that to me are massive fails and to them they're big successes it, it kind of tells you how split we really are anyway it, it, the entertainment that wasn't even the worst of the entertainment i'm sure you've seen this clip uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus and Andrew Yang tried to this make yeah. tried to make fun of Mike Pence uh, during a uh, transition segment. Here's the the bit. So what did you think about Kamala Harris's speech last night? It was tremendous. I was so happy for her. I know. Me too. She's fabulous. I cannot wait to see her debate our current vice president, Mika Pints. Or uh, is it Pence? It's pronounced Ponce, I believe. Oh, some kind of weird foreign name? Yeah, not very American sounding. Yeah, that's what people are saying. Strongly. <laughs> oh my God, that is funny! Well done. That was, that was just hilarious. Oh, uh, I, I want to ask you, non-rhetorically, seriously, I, I was going to pose the question to you. Do you get the joke? Um, are they talking about... Is this like... They're talking about how uh, people are saying that Kamala is not a citizen is that or her, they mispronounce her name. Yeah, you got it though. You got it. And I, the reason I ask is because for several friends or family who had heard this, that that joke was not even obvious. It's too many steps. And then even when you get it, you're like, what? 
That's uh, that's the joke that people mispronounce yeah. her name. Ah, uh-huh, really got them. They're racist. All right, okay, whatever. Also, Mike Pence very easy to pronounce. Kamala is a dumbass name. That you don't have is- to. Yeah, you don't have to be racist to get that one wrong. It's not common. Anyway, uh, okay. This this. <laughs> Everyone is celebrating Joe Biden's night. We'll get to that in a moment. To to be fair, for him, he actually didn't gaff it up that badly throughout this event. This was maybe his most significant gaff. Jill Biden comes out and does her speech, emphasizes Joe Biden's character and his story of loss and all that. But it makes it very personal. Then Joe comes in to congratulate her on her speech. And the way he just emphasizes that she's going to be first lady, 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 uh, it's kind of bizarre. Hey everyone, I'm Jill Biden's husband. As you heard tonight, excuse me, you can see why she's the love of my life. She's the strongest person I know. She's a backbone like a ramrod. That's the kind of first lady, 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 this Jill Biden will be. (laughs) God love you. Does he have a stroke? What just happened? And it sounded like he said, this is Joe. I'm Joe Biden's husband. A lot of people thought that. He said Jill, but. He said, and he says that all the time. I'm Jill Biden's husband. That's one of his lines. I can see how you hear that, but I, I think he said Jill Biden's whatever. Um, did he just call her, what do you call her, a ramrod? What do you say? She has a, say? a ramrod backbone or a backbone like a ramrod. And uh, you might find that interesting. The reason I find this interesting, if you're unsure what he means, this is tinfoily and stupid. But I just think it's funny because, of course, uh, given the uncertainty about the gender identity of past first ladies, I think it's Joe's brain going crazy and letting one slip. He just wanted to clarify uh, beyond all doubt that Jill Biden is, in fact, or will be, in fact, a first lady. No questions asked, like uh, maybe you might ask about Michael Robinson or someone else. It's up to your own interpretation. <laughs> I just think Joe knows is something about the past first lady, and he really wants to be clear. This is going to be a first lady. Try your own conclusions. Uh, okay, this is where I mentioned some of the stuff was actually like really lowbrow uh, content. This I'm not surprised by this in terms of what these people are willing to do politically. I am kind of surprised that this lady's willing to throw her dad under the bus or kind of dance on his grave politically. This lady claims uh, this is um, her name is Kristen Urquiza and she's in Arizona. She says her dad died of coronavirus in June specifically because he trusted Trump and that's why he's dead. He had faith in Donald Trump. He voted for him listened to him believed him and his mouthpieces when they said that coronavirus was under control and going to disappear. My dad was a healthy 65-year-old. His only pre-existing condition was trusting Donald Trump, and for that, he paid (laughs) with his life. One of the last things that my father said to me was that he felt betrayed by the likes of Donald Trump. And so when I cast my vote for Joe Biden, I will do it for my dad. Uh Uh-huh. How does that even... How is he responsible for this? Do you even believe the story? That's my first reaction. I, I need demonstration no. of the story, first of all. It, the, the actuality of it was probably that he's like, oh, I'm so disappointed in my fat feminist daughter. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I can't believe that my spawn turned out this way. And then she's like, I hate you, Dad. I'm voting for Joe and Biden. I, I hope you die. I'm supposed to believe 
Well, this is what's weird. Her story said like, oh, my dad, uh, if you listen to the full story, my dad trusted Trump and went to a karaoke bar and got coronavirus and then went on a ventilator and died alone with a nurse after like five days of isolation. Then the story is one of the last things my dad said to me is he felt betrayed by Trump. Well, was that before or after he realized he was going to die? Am I supposed to believe that he was in isolation and somehow got the message to you? Yeah. Please put a Biden Tell sticker my on my headstone. <laughs> Is that is that what happened? Or did he have the foresight to know he was going to be very seriously ill and he just told you before he was hospitalized because he saw it coming like some kind of magician? How did that play out? And then to your point, uh, even if true, do you or your dad not have agency? If a politician hypothetical politician tells you that it's safe to drive because statistically it is and you get in a head on and are seriously injured. Do you then blame the politician for stating uh, an accurate truth that statistically speaking, it is safe to drive your car on the highway? Right. And then he decided to go out to do something that was highly superfluous. Like he didn't go, he, he didn't get it at the grocery store. Did she say he went to a karaoke bar? That's her claim. Yeah. Mm, yeah. She should have shined up this lie a little bit more. And the other question I'd like to hear her answer, why don't you hold Nancy Pelosi and AOC accountable for telling everyone right. that you should go eat at Chinese restaurants in February or January, whenever that was? And then why don't you hold Biden accountable for being against the Chinese travel ban and when he said it was just reactionary xenophobia? And if the premise is believe Democrats to live or survive coronavirus, I think a lot of people believe Democrats in New York and New Jersey, yet they all died. So it's not believe Democrats and survive. That's not the way this played out. Anyway. Uh, th this, uh, the DNC has, has come a long way on the issue of immigration as well. They've gone from blurring the lines between legal and illegal immigration. We've noticed, I mean, that's been going on for years. They just refer to immigrant, whether that person followed the law or not. But now they're just outright endorsing and promoting illegal immigration on wednesday they highlight they highlighted the sanchez family this is mother sylvia and her oldest daughter jessica jessica has spina bifida and then she has a younger daughter lucy and lucy is u.s born so jessica the older daughter is a dreamer lucy is a birthright citizenship u.s citizen that's how this family is arranged and this is what they had to say she took my sister in her arms and traveled for days to reach the border. And when they got to the river, she lifted my sister above the water and crossed. I don't have the right ID, so I can't get health insurance through the exchange. I need health insurance. I deserve it, right? Don't laugh, you terrible person. <laughs> this is such a spectacle. So... <laughs> Uh, notice the, notice the language there too. I don't have the right ID. No, you're, you're not a citizen. You're not a citizen. <laughs> you have no ID. What are you talking the about? The reason you, you the can't ID. get Obamacare is because you're not a citizen. And by the way, whose fault is that? I don't know. Congressional Democrats and Barack Obama. You conveniently omit that too. We're just not going to talk about that. Why did the Democrats and Obama make that explicitly illegal? That's a question for them. Not a question mm -hmm. for those pesky Republicans. And even if I grant the premise that extreme circumstances lead you lead a mother to do anything for a child at some level, I can understand that, I suppose. Yeah. But why does yeah. that create an obligation for us to pay for you? What you're saying is I took a risk, so uh, I should get to steal from you. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> I can understand why you took the risk, but you don't get to raid my wallet by virtue of the risk taking. Just broader point, though, isn't it odd how 
this is this is not like a, a secret or something that they kind of tiptoe around. They're just saying they're saying outright illegal exactly. immigration is great and you must pay for them. Good luck. That, if you were in the situation, you were a disabled illegal immigrant. Wouldn't you feel like very used by the Democratic Party? I mean, I would I would just not want my story to be held up in this way. Um, <laughs> it's, it's I feel very justified to my laughter because they've allowed themselves to be to be used by Democrats. Well, to the point of your laughter, do you think they selected just any illegal immigrant family? No, they thought, let's no. go find the R2 Dindu of illegal immigrants and prop her up. So that we can maximize. Literally. The, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably a poor choice of words, but yes. But uh, yeah, I'm sure they actually have. She's a, an actual puppet. We talk about her being a metaphorical puppet. She's actually on strings. Okay. Everything around. you said is so much worse I'm, than what, than what I said. I'm working hard, man. I got to get the hit piece. Come on. T- come on. Okay, Time magazine. Live chat. We've got R2 Dindu. Now, what do you do about a Mexican illegal immigrant with spina bifida? I know you guys can bring it. <laughs> the challenge for the nickname, yeah. Ah, R2 Bean2. That's okay. We can start with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, my, my thought immediately goes to like some sort of pun on Yokiero, like Taco Bell style, but that's lazy. Yeah, maybe, that's- maybe. Anyway, this, 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 you're, you're right. This is totally a spectacle. It's downright silly at parts. And that's why the debate is on. Was this even serious? <laughs> what? What do you got? Dora can't explore. Ooh. Oh, I don't have my. <laughs> I, hold on. Hold on. I don't even have my sounders open. And that one is definitely worthy. Hold on. Hold on. The, 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 the comedic timing is passed, but here we go. I have to, I have to give what's due. Okay. Anyway, the debate is on. Was this even serious? There are a lot yeah. of good theories that this is just straight up trolling, okay? For reasons unknown or reasons speculated, consider the other obvious submissions. Uh, Elizabeth Warren spoke on their Indian panel, their Native American panel. I mean, come on. Uh, it's the lack of self-awareness. I mean, they, they, they must have known. It's like they're mocking us. Yes. That's why I, I kind of buy into the theories that they're trying to achieve something else. Bill Clinton lecturing Trump about the, you know, how to behave in the Oval Office or how to treat that office. Cuomo getting up there and talking about uh, the European virus and how well he handled coronavirus yeah. and the lessons he yeah. learned. Uh, Stacey Abrams moderating a governor's panel. There were so many things like sometimes you can chalk up a thing to lack of self-awareness or just kind of missing the point. But this is a whole parade. This is a whole domino effect of just outright silliness that I kind of think that's there's the DNC is way too calculated to have that many mistakes. There's got to be yeah. some bigger aim here. Yeah. They calculate everything. They preplan everything. Uh, and uh, the other thing that was preplanned was not including Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, I think this, I this is that's actually legitimately a huge mistake. I think Tulsi Gabbard right. would have been the better VP pick overall. Uh, I think she brings everything that Kamala brings in the boxes they want checked, but I think she has a much broader appeal than, than Kamala Harris does. Anyway, uh, Tulsi was totally spurned. She was not invited to participate in any way. Thus the DNC ditched the tradition of allowing all candidates who earn delegates, a speaking slot. That is uh, a longstanding tradition. Apparently not for her. Uh, something tells me that she's not done though. I bet you've got a good one. All right. Something tells me that the clips of of Tulsi destroying Kamala will return in this campaign because Kamala still has no good answer for yeah. Tulsi's takedown. Is it? Can you legitimately not say what you saw in the chat? Is it too far? 
I I I a bifida. I don't even I don't, I don't even know if I get that one. <laughs> There's some good ones in here, but I you guys I I appreciate that. Now this um, as, as far as border jumping bean also gets um, okay honorary mention. Most of the news coming out of the convention is oh, oh how well uh, Joe Biden performed in his acceptance speech on Thursday night. And he gave this emotional feel good speech that was mostly just like to me, it sounded like he was making the case that he's some Jedi in pursuit of the light and he's yeah. fighting off these dark forces of, I don't know, Darth Trump or whatever. It had this weird like fictional good versus evil tone to it. Basically a Star Wars story. But, uh, you know, was it great? No, I mean, it was a political speech. I don't think it was a huge fail, but that's that's the point is what is the standard of success? The standard of success for Joe Biden was simple coherence, simple intelligibility. <laughs> and because he cleared yeah. that, he's getting celebrated. Accolades um, all around. Yep. Yeah. And it's summarized well by this uh, Washington Examiner headline. Uh, headline quote, Republicans concede Biden did not look mentally unfit. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's great success he did not look mentally unfit that's what we're going with now a lot of people noted that there seemed to be pretty low viewership numbers uh joe biden to be fair this thing was live streamed across the internet on tons of different channels and platforms so it's hard to get a gauge of exactly how many people were watching online but at one point biden tweeted out the official periscope stream on his periscope channel of at the time Gretchen Whitmer talking, it topped out at 1700 live viewers. What? And Oh my God. What are we at right now? Probably I, a 5,000 live viewers right now. And we're like a nothing podcast. This is, that can't be right. Well, and when Joe Biden was speaking, when there were other big events, they, they definitely got bigger than that. But, but throughout the event, it had some low numbers. Uh, Tim pool was tweeting out these numbers from the official DNC channel. I mean, over on that channel, you've got, clips from michelle obama bernie sanders come like even big hitter people with like two thousand views eight hours after it was posted uh some of them are only in the hundreds eight hours after I mean, being posted maybe it's possible that nobody gives a shit That's oh it's definitely possible uh and reason magazine has a whole breakdown a pretty good breakdown on all of the numbers um TV viewing was also way down. The first night pulled 19.7 million viewer uh, TV viewers. That was down from 26 million in 2016. Number numbers I were. I don't believe that. I mean, <sighs> 19 million people watch this on TV. That's what they're saying. No. They're, well, no, down from 2016. Do you believe 26 million watched Hillary in 2016? Could be. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. CNN digital claims that online viewership is up, but their live streams I think this is referring to CNN's live streams. They topped out at about 53,000 uh, 53, viewing. That's well below the millions uh, that were lost in TV viewing. Uh, plus, you have to wonder how much of the views that we're seeing, at least after the fact, if not live, are simply algorithmic and autoplay promotion, like I mentioned. So it's very obvious that Susan is going to bat for Joe. And it appears that she's also doing damage control for uh for Joe, there were people noticing this week that if you watch some of Joe Biden's YouTube videos and then refreshed, the dislike numbers would drastically change. Uh, here's an example of uh, some of those numbers. You, you can't hear it, but you can see it. So this phone video, there's 5.9 thousand dislikes on, a, on Joe Biden's speech on his channel. Refresh the page. 
and magically it's like three point three point eight thousand. Look at that down. Very uh, very odd that YouTube and Google have not commented, and uh, I experienced this myself too. Just watching my regular YouTube viewing, like I do this week, it was constantly pushing me to videos on Joe Biden's channel. Like number really? one in my autoplay over channels I actually subscribed to was John Len- uh, John Legend sings for Joe Biden or whatever at the convention, and it one time it actually autoplayed it. And it had like 600 views hours after the fact with Susan's promotion. So, you know, there's a lot of that going on, too. These numbers are heavily inflated by Susan's promotion of these videos. Now, uh, there were a lot of technical issues, too. At least a couple that were funny. On the first night, they forgot to turn off the live chat on their YouTube stream. Uh, You can imagine how that went, though. Based on the screenshots from the Daily Caller, I'm disappointed because it's not as good as our chat. But uh, but still, it had some, is as good as our chat had some funnies in there and it went about what you'd expect. There's a lot of just general pro Trump trolling. And uh, the one I appreciated, I, I heard on Frank's show, our, our friend Frank over it, quite frankly. So shout out to him. But uh, this guy, Melky, all caps, which would never be allowed in our chat. We'd crack down on him. But all caps, mm-hmm. don't wear a mask. Fauci said is, it is actually gay. And all I can think is I just want to hear actual Fauci say that in his stupid, scratchy Fauci voice. It looks gay. Don't wear them. Uh, Anyway, Fauci's not going to be saying much at all. Fauci had throat surgery this week, so he can't talk for a long time. You won't be hearing anything from him. That's a shame. Uh, I'm sure he'll find a way to get his message out. Yeah, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, he will. And then uh, when, when Kamala Harris gave her speech... They had a whole bunch of people uh, like Brady Bunch style videoed in through Zoom to clap for her. And a whole bunch of them were duplicates. (laughs) A whole bunch of them were the same person repeated because finding people who are A, um, enthusiastic about Kamala Harris and B, not already jailed by Kamala Harris is a very difficult task. They could only find 10 or so and they had to make it look like 30. So, So there you go. One of them even looks like Elizabeth Warren, but I can't tell. Who knows? And then as uh, Twitter observers were saying, uh, these people all get to vote twice, too. That's why they're in there twice. It's because they get to vote twice in their, in their Democrat states. Probably. Did you see the, uh, the attack outside of the event? Yeah, I suppose this wasn't really that surprising. This is like the sort of video that, um, that is always hoaxed or claimed about Trump supporters. But then actually yeah. happens in reverse this way. And then it gets no coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys probably saw the clip circulating. I think this was this was Thursday night when Biden was giving his speech at the at the venue in Wilmington, Delaware. Apparently a mom and her son were on the street supporting Trump with MAGA hats and their signs. And these two young women, Olivia Winslow and Cameron Amy, started to tear up their signs and they stole the little boy's hat. I guess he's seven years old. In addition to hitting people as well. <laughs> Can you get off my property? Get off my property? Are you destroying my property? Yes, we are. Get it, Liam. Get it. Touch my hat. Take your hat. That's somebody else's hat. Take that off my hat. Get your hat back, baby. Look at what you just did to my son. Don't attack. Oh, you gonna punch him? Punch it. Oh, he should have punched her right in the face. Yeah? You think I'm afraid You think I'm afraid of you? Good for the mom. You think I'm afraid of you? <laughs> yeah, I don't, um, I don't know how that ended. 
man, uh, I wish that would have ended with a with a Nathan Domingo moldy locks <laughs> moment. You know that that chick hit that guy in the face. If he if he hits her back, um, right on. Uh, yeah, you got to realize the patriarchy uh, at some point. And uh, if that guy defended himself, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Olivia Winslow was arrested on Friday and Cameron Amy was arrested Saturday. Both are facing uh, facing first degree robbery charges, second degree conspiracy and endangering the welfare of a child, along with two counts of offense, offensive touching, which is kind of an unfortunate sounding charge. I don't know Ugh. what they did, but they offensively touched people. So they will. Uh, one of them still in jail, actually. Bottom of the story here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, one of them was committed to Dolores J. Baylor Women's Correctional Institution in lieu of $45,000 bond. So one of them is really? still in jail right now. Anyway, uh, of course, the RNC is coming up here. The Trump campaign is trying to uh, up their advertising game as they gear up for the convention. And uh, on Monday, the official Donald Trump YouTube channel released this ad. I can't believe it's a serious political ad, uh, but uh, it's fantastic. It's called The Bidening. My memory is not as good as, am I doing this again? Please clarify specifically, have you taken a cognitive no, test? No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Are, are you a junkie? What do you say to President Trump? who brags about his test and makes your mistake an issue for voters. Not having any trouble generating traffic on that one, by the way. Six million plus views and 54,000 plus likes. So, oh my God. Congrats to whoever made that at the uh, Trump campaign. And, um, and lastly, one kind of tangential issue here. Uh, speaking of uh, you know, going viral on YouTube, as I was mentioning, those Russian pranksters who uh, they already pranked uh, Adam Schiff and Maxine Waters, the guys who prank call all those politicians. Bernie Sanders was the other one. Right. And Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Well, that's Did what they do. They, they pretend to be. That's their latest bit is they pretend to be Greta Thunberg. Oh, I don't know Great. why I thought they had actually pranked Greta Thunberg. I don't think no. so. No, That'd be haven't. funny if, if they pranked her posing as her. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they, they were pretty successful so far. So maybe they could. Yeah. Anyway, they've been posing as Greta Thunberg and her dad. And, and they did the same thing this time, except for this time they got to uh, vice presidential nominee Kamala Harris. Hi. Hi, Kamala. Oh, hello, I'm Greta. Happy Congratulations talk. on all of your leadership. That terrible meeting in the UN building in September. I had nightmares. I saw him in the corridor. Uh, I, I shouted to him to sign the Paris Climate Agreement. Uh, he came over. Um, he said softly to me, you will never achieve the goal. Greta has a recorder always with her. And when it happened, so, still. Yes. And it, it's, it was in a great recording there. And, uh, if you would like to get it, we can provide it. Maybe this recorder can help you. 
in my side. Thank you. Uh, I can... Josh will, will follow up with you, and we will stay in touch and work together. And I look forward to working with you. I hope that you will not <laughs> arrest us like, no, no, no. No. <laughs> like some people do. I look forward to seeing you. <laughs> okay, so it's kind of, I had to chop it up. If you're having trouble following, the premise is, Greta is is basically saying, uh, hey, I saw Trump at the U.N. back in the fall. And he remember the story she told before he came up to me and said, you will never achieve your dreams. Never, yeah. never. And it was Maxine yeah. Waters who bought that before. And they, yeah. they, they, oh, right, they yeah. sold the same claim to Kamala. Oh, I had a recording device in my pocket when Trump said that. And I have an audio recording of Trump lecturing me about how I'll never achieve my dreams. Would you like to have it is what they're offering to Kamala. And she says, yeah, sure. We'll follow up. We'll work together. I mean, do I care that much? No. What I care about is consistent standards. Tell me how this is not uh, at least willingness to collude with a foreign national in the same oh, way yeah, as, say, like totally. the Trump Tower meeting that was, uh, you know, a huge controversy or just the general Russia collusion Which, narrative. I don't overall. even think that's true. This would fall under opposition research. I think uh, to be as fair as possible, I. Yeah, I mean, I, do, is it a free speech issue to get. Uh, op, uh, to get oppositional research from a foreign entity. I think there's a serious debate to be had there. And I would probably come down on the side of more information, not less. But if we're going to treat it as a huge controversy that Trump and, and Trump Jr. were interested in dirt from a foreign person, th you have to be outraged about this. That is the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, they would say that it just shows an intent, which isn't enough. Well, it w but that that's all it was with the Don Jr. meeting was intent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they would say he took the actual meeting. But that's what th this was just over the phone. That's just coronavirus responsible. And Kamala said, when you're in the U.S., we should meet. We should. She was oh, open yeah. to the that's meeting. True. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, next up, of course, is the um, is the Republican response this week, I have some high hopes for a few scheduled speakers because Nick Sandman is scheduled to speak. Uh, the McCloskey's pink polo man and his wife scheduled to speak. I think the Democrats made a political mistake by highlighting too many politicians and, and elitists and celebrities. They did have some quote unquote normal Americans, but it doesn't help when they're illegals. For example, yeah. I think you really got to put just regular uh, Joe Schmo Americans on display that your average person can identify with. Nobody likes to be lectured by elitists and the Democrats did a lot of that. So we'll see if the, Dem I think there's always benefit in having the response rather than going first. We'll yeah. see if the Republicans can capitalize. Anyway, they can. that, that binding ad made me think that, that maybe there will be some humor in it too. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think it's a debate who's winning the humor game, right? I mean, you compare like that, that Mike Pence, Julia Louis-Dreyfus bit to the Bidening bit. Like, come on, man. You know, it's not even political at that point. One is at least clever and has some production value. The thing about the bit with her and Andrew Yang, I was going to leave it completely unedited, but I, in the interest of time, I cut it down. But if you watch it completely unedited, it's even worse because they're, they're doing it remotely and so there's kind of a delay in their communication. Oh. There's like a second or oh. two between all their lines. So they're Who so vetted forced. these jokes and was like, oh, they're right so there. forced and awful. And well, I they just didn't care if it lands because they, they don't have to see the audience reaction and feel the audience reaction. And I don't even get but, why ugh. there is a delay. I actually I've had emails about that before. It's like, 
And I don't know the answer to this question, but people have asked me, like, why is there a delay on a lot of TV communication, yet you guys on YouTube are able to do a show with essentially zero delay? But I know, it's crazy. I just have we can okay put a man on the moon, supposedly. <laughs> if you but we can't that. get, Tucker can't have an interview with somebody where there's not a fucking two second delay. Yeah, yeah. The person is. It's so annoying. I don't get that. We have just yeah. decent internet around here. We don't have any special thing. And by and large, the duct tape mostly holds up with a few I don't exceptions. even have fiber over here. You, you used to, but not anymore. Yeah. The only good thing about living in Seattle, except for that ramen place. Ra- I'll have to check it out. If I ever get to go back there. Actually, I have an update on Seattle. I have an update on Portland, Seattle, and uh, Chicago. Maybe we should take a brief break before we hop into those, because that'll be a little okay. bit of a lengthy segment as well. Um, I hear the baby crying. Can I have 10 minutes? All right. Yeah, I can, uh, I can hop into super chat and, uh, we can continue in, uh, in 10 if that works. BRB. All right. Thank you guys for your patience. Start over on uh, D live since that's the real Nazi platform. And I really want to cater to Nazis here. Like time magazine says we do. Uh, we'll head over there. Uh, Jimmy C gifting subs all over. Thank you for doing that. Uh, Buddy56 says, um, have a good night. Kids start school tomorrow. Thank the Lord. Well, that sounds good. That's uh, that's good to hear. And all the best to your family and to your kids. Christopher Peck says, maybe we should reconsider birthright citizenship to anchor babies. <laughs> I, think, I think birthright citizenship is a mistaken interpretation of the 14th Amendment. That's just my opinion. But I think the, uh, the clause in the 14th Amendment that says, subject to the jurisdiction thereof, it might be the exact language, but that to me has to mean something. And that implies that just because you're born on U.S. soil does not necessarily mean you are a U.S. citizen, as in children of ambassadors, which was a lot of the thinking of the time. If the child of an ambassador born on U.S. soil does not count as a U.S. citizen, why should just somebody walking across the border without following, following the process count as a U.S. citizen? I don't think that was the intent. I think we have a mistaken legal interpretation on that front. Just my opinion. Uh, before I forget, let me open the... Um, the treasure chest over on D live. You guys sit tight and that is coming at you momentarily. Let's see what we got uh, over on Streamlabs. Let's see. Um, Cameron Cameron. Oh no. Uh, RP Gigachat is first up tonight. Broke. Uh, the FBI is tweeting about pride month and that diversity is our strength. Uh, woke FBI records vault tweeting a link to the protocols of the elders of Zion and angering, <laughs> angering some people ever. I didn't, I didn't hear this. Did they do that? Uh, that's, that's uh, kind of interesting. If that happened, I'll check it out. And actually Cameron's saying something about the same thing. So apparently this is a big deal that I missed. He said, do you see the uh, new call of duty trailer that has Yuri uh, Bezmanov on it? I saw the trailer, uh, or at least I've seen people talking about the trailer. I'm kind of surprised they they went that route. I I would be even more surprised if the game is like woke to communist infiltration. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if it turns out that way. Um, and how the FBI treated out the protocols of the learned elders of Zion. Lots of normies getting exposed to cultural subversion. Uh, we're breaking the conditioning. Uh, that uh, I got to check this out. This is all news to me, so I have no idea what's going on with that Twitter account. Dildo Swaggin says, I want to thank everyone who came to our Bay Area meetup yesterday. It was great hanging out with. Uh... <laughs> Can I even say that? I don't I don't even know if I, is that hate speech? 
you, as, as, long story short, you guys were doing white people stuff. You guys were, is white people stuff still legal in, in San Francisco? It said, you said you have a fucking awesome time. Well, I'm glad to hear it. And I'm certainly glad to hear of camaraderie in that part of the country. I know it's hard to come by. Uh, Phil says Nimrata Randhawa and, uh, oh, AKA Nikki Haley. Is that her real name? I don't know. Uh, she's speaking at the GOP convention. It is absolutely going to be the, at least as cringe as the democratic convention, if not worse, the bar is high. The bar is high. I'm not saying impossible, but it's not going to be easy. Not much worse than a high caste Indian uh, LARPing as a, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can read this. You guys are getting me in trouble, man. Uh, we'll see. I, I, I don't know that they can achieve the, uh, the cringe uh, levels that were set at the DNC, man. But, but, uh, Hey, anything is possible if you put your mind to it, I suppose. I hope they learn the lessons. I hope they learn the lessons. They don't trot out a bunch of elitists to lecture people. We'll see how it goes. Walsey says, a few bucks for my favorite YouTube dupers. Uh, thank you. Phil says, uh, oh, here we, <laughs> I gotta be careful. I gotta be careful with Phil. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, just another aging lady who can't help but show disgust for the history, uh, for the historic American nation denying our existence while calling us evil we should <laughs> we should disagree with her <laughs> all i can offer is my chuckles that's that's all i can offer thank you phil candy max says seeing bannon arrested reminds me uh reminds me why hasn't ilhan omar been arrested for campaign fraud i feel like any democrat never pays any consequences no matter what it's really odd um yeah, if people aren't familiar, Ilhan Omar has paid roughly half of her campaign money to her now husband for consulting in the last couple of years. And that is a huge scandal. Of course, at least that is not taxpayer money that's on the line, but it appears that she is drastically defrauding her campaign donors. And that is still significant. And nobody really talks about that. But it's all documented. You can look at all of the FEC records. Uh, a lot of the money that she's taking in is going straight to her husband. And one would think that that is being used for um, non-legitimate consulting reasons. That they're doing something with that money for personal reasons. Anyway, it would take investigation to figure that out. And the FBI had said they were investigating her for a number of things. I have not heard an update on any of that stuff for a long time. So who knows? Must be low on the stack of paperwork. JM says, being north of 50, I can say the Billy Porter bit is an homage to the 70s. Exactly how such a spot would look in the 70s. Probably connected to some, uh, to some way, in some way to the fact that the 70s was the last pendulum swing to Marxist radicalization. Maybe, maybe there's some context visually that I don't get. Like I said, I didn't hate the sound of it. It's not the sound. It was the visuals, the dancing, the weird graphics. That was the cringe part. So maybe there's some reference there that I just don't understand, but it's, it's beyond me. Crypto Crook says, one of these uh, MAGA attacking chicks looks hot. Such a waste of a pretty face. Uh, which one? Oh, I don't, I don't know if I have them. Yeah, I closed out the story. I don't have it in front of me, unfortunately. I'd be curious which one is your preference, but perhaps we can return to it. All right, let's check in on uh, YouTube as soon as I got to refresh and navigate Susan's drastically worsened system and figure out how to find our way here. Uh, okay. Here we go. Oh, no, I did. Oh, God. Susan 
Susan makes this so confusing to navigate. It's all but impossible. I apologize, guys. Because it's dating it's dating your super chats from today as from August 19th, which of course is not today. So thank you, Susan, for all of your helpfulness. Um, Nicholas H says, Blonde, get a parlor account. I will um I'll mention that to her when she gets back here in a moment. And uh of course I've been on Parlor for a little bit. Uh and it's the same handle for me. It's my Twitter account and elsewhere. It's just at ML Christensen. But Blonde might enjoy Parlor. Yeah, I know she's still active on Gab as well. Ronan, Ronan the Ronan? We'll go with that. Matt and I once made sweet 2A love. We both fired our Glocks prematurely and filled each other with holes. We then put those holes to good use. Well, I, I do remember. I do remember. <laughs> Chris Blair says, hi, Truth Seeker. Special irony of made-up word Latinx, or as Ben Shapiro pronounces it, Latinx. I always love it when he pronounces it Latinx. But uh, yes, it is Latinx. Spanish, unlike English or German, has no neutral gender. Love you guys. Uh, Here are a few shackles for Biden's come on, man, sounder, God bless. I don't have that one prepared. I probably should. Uh, that, That definitely is a good one, a funny one. And uh, yes, point taken on the, just just it seems to me like Latin X is removing an inherent part of Latin culture that, that the language is gendered. Why do you want to erase what is a significant portion of that culture? I thought that was insensitive. Alas, unfashionable observation regarding a listener question from last week. Animals definitely cannot act immorally. This was a question on Wednesday. Can animals be immoral? They operate on pure instincts and are incapable of discerning good or evil. Free will is a gift from God reserved only for human beings. Yeah. Without thinking too much about that question, that was kind of my initial reaction is morality has some inherent component of reason. And reason of course is the defining characteristic of, of man. Animals, have some capacity to reason it's not that they don't but certainly certainly they're much more instinctive as you're saying than 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 the human mind is the human mind has the capacity to stop and think about things generally speaking the animal mind is not is not doing that sort of thing uh grim turd says ohio radio host fired for calling harris a colored person i didn't hear about that one does the why does the naacp acronym still exist people of color uh, is just colored people with an extra syllable change my mind thanks for being here both of you i guess i i hadn't thought about the acronym but yeah national association for the advancement of colored people is what it is right is that that needs to be canceled john martin says nothing can now be believed which is seen in a newspaper truth itself becomes suspicious by being put into that polluted vehicle thomas jefferson june 1807 my oh my Oh, I wish I could have a conversation with some of the uh, founding fathers today. Very interesting. Uh, I don't know the context of that quote, but um, but I'd like to know more about it. The Gaming Annex says, Matt, what is the name of the song that you play at the end of your show? Well, first of all, I owe you a thank you for your support. I am not going to be niggardly. And if you're just talking about my solo videos, it's a song um, It's a song by Aeneas, the the musician name is Aeneas. It's my friend Josh or a friend of mine from college. His name is Josh. I haven't spoken with him for a long time actually, but he's probably the best guitar player I've ever personally known. And he used to, I think he's still making music as far as I know, but he just made a lot of music on his own. He does all the, all the parts to it and puts it up. Uh, you can get it for free. It's if you go to my solo videos, it's linked in the description of the solo videos. You can get it for free. You can send him a tip if you want, but all his music is available for your consumption there. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that you like it. 
Hammerhead Bear. Uh, no, no, just thanks for supporting the show. Uh, Staff Saber says, Matt, at some point, I wish you'd discuss the surprisingly based Call of Duty Cold War trailer. I'm not even sure it was meant to advertise a game. I, yeah, so I just saw it this week and I saw Sargon talking about it. I'm going to withhold my commentary until I see how it actually plays into the game. I'm sort of skeptical that we're going to have a game that is actually uh, that is actually critical or aware of communist infiltration, as the use of that quote would suggest. So I'm not going to base too much of an opinion just off the trailer, but I'll probably play the game just because I'm, I'm mo- I play most Call of Duty games, and we'll see uh, how that one plays out. I'm I'm interested for sure, so I'm sure I'll have more to say about it when that game is out in what November, I think. That one will be out, uh, something like that. October, maybe. Boogeyman917 says, as always, thanks for doing it live. Cheers. Well, thanks for keeping us live. That is much appreciated. Gene Brown, thank you for supporting the show I am not going to be niggardly. Dying Light of the West. Social responsibility above the level of family or at most tribe requires imagination, devotion, loyalty, all the higher virtues, which a man must develop himself if he has them forced down if he has them forced down him, he will vomit them out. This is a quote from Robert A. Heinlein. I don't know. I always have to greet quotes with a little bit of uh, caution. Because uh, I never know if we're being tricked or if it's sincere. Uh, but as far as um, social responsibility above the level of family has to, be, has to be practiced, basically, is the theme of this. Or that you have to work at it and you have to arrive at it yourself. It can't be crammed down upon you. I think that's there's probably... Um, some truth to that, but I think also social responsibility to the family is about the highest order there is. I mean, if if everybody took fantastic care of their families, first and foremost, to the best of their ability, society would be in a much better position. Absolutely. Um, what's that? That was a nice take. I don't even know what the super chat was. but It's a quote from uh, someone I don't even know. Robert A. Heinlein. The quote is, social responsibility above the level of family or at most of tribe requires imagination, devotion, loyalty, all the higher virtues, which a man must develop himself. If he has them forced down him, he will vomit them out. Hmm. And I think that the latter part of that makes sense too. That is to say, if you're expecting me to look out for people beyond my family, I really have to arrive at that myself. The more you try to force me into it, whether it's government or someone trying to extort me for some whatever reason, the yeah. less likely it is. You have to you have to arrive at that sort of thing yourself for it to work. I mean, at this point, outside of my family, I have like 10 close friends. That's all you need. And that's pretty much... It's probably too many. You need to ax a few, I think. No, and that's pretty much all the people that I would... Um, hmm. like vehemently defend in a, in a situation do i am i part of that would you vehemently defend me would you fight to the death for me or am i on the house? fight to the de- <laughs> i i would throw a punch and maybe take a punch yeah okay yeah all right all right that's that's good enough i've really earned but i really in. would only die for my husband and my baby and maybe my siblings well people this this is you get into a lot of topics of selfishness on this and you get even even into like Ayn Randian territory, the topic of selfishness and rational self-interest. And I know people like to frame it that way. But the reality is when you take better care of yourself and your family, I'm not saying abandon your family, when you take care of your immediate circle to the best of your ability, if everyone does better. that, 
The world's in fantastic place. Guess what? You're in stronger position to take care of the people who might get left behind in that arrangement. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't cast your, your net like too wide. And that's one of the problems yeah. with the left is with this inclusion shit. Like I'm supposed to believe that every tranny in the United States of America cares so much about every disabled black person. It's like you people have nothing in common. Like keep it small. Take care of the people that you love, your family, your very close friends. And then that that's pretty much it. Sure. Just, and, it, that's it. and if you aren't taking care of them, you have no business taking care of weird strangers you've never met you gotta it's it's the it's cleaning your room type stuff first and foremost like take care yeah, of your if you immediate aren't taking vicinity. care of yourself yeah so then you have no business taking just care of one chat left over uh that was uh for your attention just a request from nicholas that you get a parlor account i don't know if you're even on there have, are you have you signed up uh, no and people keep telling me to get telegram i just i just don't want any more social media account mm. I'm, I'm tired you guys i'm tired i'm old I don't want to do it. I don't want to do any more social media. Parlor Gab YouTube. That's Parlor seems pretty viable, but I did. Your Gab is what? Blonde Beast. I did mention you're still active on Gab. I am active on Gab and I also have a Minds account that I literally have not logged into for four months. So Gab would be the play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to I left off on Jeffrey O'Neill, so we'll come back to Jeffrey when we return. I've highlighted it if you uh, if you need to highlight it. But I want to get into the update on the Portland face kicker story. Because right around the time that we were finishing up our stream last week, uh, this chaos was breaking and the news was coming out of Portland. Uh, The the general story, if you didn't see it, I'll be quick because I'm sure pretty much everybody did. There was a good Samaritan who tried to help a transgender person who was being abused by the mob. And for that... Yeah, yeah, that was his first mistake and he paid dearly. Uh, he was dragged out of his car and he was horrifically kicked in the face and knocked out cold as his head bounced off the concrete. Uh, as I mentioned in my video prior this week, I can't even show the clip on YouTube. It's too violent. I, I posted a detailed video earlier. You can go check that out if you missed. But I left the story on Wednesday when I posted and the attacker had still not been detained. Now he has been, or at least he's in police custody. Uh, on Friday, Portland's face kicker Marquise Love turned himself in to Portland police. He is charged with felony assault, coercion, and rioting and is being held on $260,000 bail. Now, it's unclear to me, A, why the police took the better part of a week to track down this guy when he was identified by 4chan in like two seconds. And B, why he turned himself in. Right. What, what's his reasoning for doing it? I haven't seen a lot of reporting on that. Uh, But it's good to have him off the street. Why? Because uh, apparently he's been making a habit of doing this sort of thing frequently, or at least uh, in in at least one other instance before. Surveillance footage from June shows him helping to beat up another pedestrian in a very similar street fight and gang beating. Here's that footage. This, I don't know what happened to this guy who's just being attacked against a van, but here comes Marquise Love to join the gang beating. And uh, Jeez. yeah, and I, I don't even know if he's going to face charges in that one. It's just it's he's been identified as the guy doing some of that. And of course, his defense in all of this was I was just helping defend our city against a racist. I guess he was doing that in that other clip, too. That guy must have said the N word. And that's why he was getting. Yeah, definitely. Gang beaten. Now, the New York Post uh, ran an insane 
headline update to this story on Wednesday. Headline, quote, Portland beatdown victim posted anti-George Floyd meme hours before assault. So, uh, A, uh, even if true, not relevant, don't care. B, not true. Or at least the meme is not really an, first of all, it's not even really a meme. Second of all, it's not really anti-George Floyd. Here's the post. It's just text that says, George Floyd was a 46-year-old felon high on fentanyl, and he got four televised funerals and seven days of riots. What does five-year-old Cannon Hinnant get? Cannon Hinnant being the young man who was murdered. We talked about that story last week. Is that anti-George Floyd? I think that's just criticism of media and political reaction more than anything. Yeah. uh, So uh, even even if he posted... George Floyd deserved it. Lol. Uh, how is that relevant <laughs> to what? <laughs> Don't care. Yeah, yeah. How is that relevant? Uh, and the man who was attacked, his name is Adam Hainer or Hanner. Uh, he's now speaking to media about the incident and you can watch him in some interviews. I didn't prep the clip, but if you watch some of these news interviews, interviews, he describes what happens. And then he said he's got two horrible black eyes from being kicked in the face. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he says something to the effect like, Oh, you know, I, I just want to move on. I don't hold any ill will toward anyone. In fact, I've supported Black Lives Matter in the past. And it's like, dude, they, only by the grace of God did they not kill you. Can, just for once, can one of these victims be like, ah, yeah, fuck these people. I hope they, get, uh, I hope they rot in prison. They deserve every second of it. Exactly. Just one person, yeah. They never will, though. Anyway, he, he describes the story. He says he was simply trying to get an energy drink at the nearby 7-Eleven when, when all of this happened. He says he believes that he was targeted because he's white. And he says that his girlfriend, I've seen the, his female companion reported as both his girlfriend and his wife, but he says they were called white supremacists for no reason. He refuses to watch the videos of his attack. But if you go watch the videos, we don't even need his confirmation. There's all sorts of anti-white sentiment expressed throughout. So there, there should, for consistency's sake, be hate crime charges tacked on for a lot of these people. They will never do that. We'll see. I mean, if, if there's even successful prosecution in Portland for anything, for any of this, that'll be a, a cold day in hell, I think. Yeah. Because meanwhile, in Portland, they're moving to the residential neighborhoods. Uh, it's funny how even, even with the feds gone, the, or at least drastically downscaled, the chaos continues. Now the mob is moving into the residential neighborhoods to wake up motherfuckers all night. This was the scene. Yeah. Uh, Where's a Molotov cocktail when you need one? Absolutely not. How about you people come to Idaho? Come do that on my quiet street in Idaho. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Fastest way to be put to sleep, ironically, is by yeah. chanting, wake up, motherfucker, in a residential neighborhood with even one person who is in no mood to endure that sort of thing. So, hey, keep at it. Absolutely. Keep at it. I'm sure this will produce the change you're looking for. Man, meanwhile, in Chicago... Of course, Lori Lightfoot, Mayor Lori Lightfoot has uh, banned protests on her block. You, you can't do that to her. That's rich. But you can go do that to anyone else you want in Chicago. But a local Black Lives Matter activist is issuing the same sort of threats we've been watching for weeks. Yesterday morning, a local Black Lives Matter group held a news conference in which they issued their demands to Mayor Lori Lightfoot and the rest of the city. And she says, uh, in effect, you can listen to us or you can get run over. We have demands. 
and they need to be met. And I feel like I've been saying this too much. We're not asking you anything. We're telling you what's about to happen with your permission or not. You can listen to us or you can get ran over. And run over, girl. All I have to say. Yeah, I choose. I choose run over too, but. I can't take threats seriously from somebody that can't use proper grammar syntax. I'm... <laughs> it's it's got to be high level. Yeah. Uh, I mean, fine. Is this really a battle that black people want to wage? This is what they want to do. Well, you, you listen to the whole speech and you find it interesting because she says, oh, we've got this black female gay mayor who still won't look out for black women. And. To your point, I don't think there's a softer target than urban liberals uh, in terms of persuading them to your case or even uh, issuing threats to coerce yeah. them to your case. Now do, uh, yeah, do rural Idaho, do rural Wyoming, and uh, I will grant you as tough when you successfully yep. persuade them. Uh, yeah. So, but the other thing I want to say about that, take note of what we just heard. Now, maybe it's metaphorical. Maybe she literally means we'll run you over. I have no idea at this point. There's plenty of actual violence to assume that she means we will literally run you over with a car or something else. Uh, but I want to revisit that statement in the next segment because as Susan says, that's just fine. There's no issue with playing that threat. In fact, there may, maybe there's no threat there at all. You can play that all you want. No problems. I want to juxtapose that with what the California veteran we mentioned at the start of the show is going to say in just a moment. But first, I want to just give a quick update on Seattle because it's been easy to predict this whole time that this nonsense climate would would cause good cops to quit on mass. We've already seen it in Atlanta when they all called in sick after the Rayshard Brooks thing and the Atlanta mayor throwing him under the bus. We saw police chief Carmen Best uh, quit last week in Seattle as well. Well, this week video emerged of a hostile interaction between a Seattle police officer and a local mob activist. Who knows who this guy, general black lives matter, dude. And the cop tells him, uh, the mob has won and he is quitting. Not really. You're around. Oh, well, I'm sorry for that, but don't worry, man. Cause guess what? I'm leaving. You guys won. Fucking two months, baby. I'm out. You're about to resign. I'm fucking gone, bro. What's it? What's it? What's what, How you feeling about that? You're you're about to resign? I'm feeling great. You're about to resign or what? Yeah, I'm fucking feeling great. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. I am leaving this department. You guys won. Could I get an interview from you about that? You cannot. He said he's tired of us. He's going to resign because of Black Lives Matter. Not because he's tired of the police. Hey, fuck you and fuck Spog. You triggered? Oink, oink. Oink, oink. Yeah. Fuck you and your blue life, boy. Fuck you and your blue life. No, we ain't never going to be friends. We'll never see eye to eye. We'll never see eye to eye. I don't give a fuck if you take that badge off. You'll never be my people. You'll never be my friend. Oh my God. What is this world? I mean, I feel like the cop kind of gave Black Lives Matter one. I, yeah. For, I, for that. Just by admitting that, that that's the reason he's resigning. It's like you're, you're letting them win. Yeah, maybe you could debate. Uh, you could debate that move on his part. I mean, I can't. Fuck your blue life, bro. Okay, well, when the blue lives are all gone from Seattle, I want to see what kind of black life security force you have around you. I can't wait to see how secure your life is then, sir. Uh, this is going to be... Uh, They're going to have that Wakanda security force. Top tier. It's going to be super safe. Yeah, I bet. 
Uh, you, know, sell, you may not like this guy. I don't know. It almost seemed like they knew each other, like they had some pre-existing dynamic. Maybe they do. Yeah, he's I don't probably know. arrested that dude for like five times. <laughs> and Jenny Durkin lets him out every single time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, celebrate his departure at your own peril. Uh, we'll see how this goes for you. Anyway, I want to talk about um, some coronavirus updates, but I want, mostly want to talk about this California Patriots warning for local government officials in Shasta County. Uh, California. So uh, a common theme of this show, and of course, a common topic of discussion on uh, Wednesday nights on the call-in show is the question of how long can this really last? How long are people going to be pushed and have their rights violated? And how long are they going to be treaded upon before they start to uh, defend themselves or tread back or however you want to frame it? Well, a local veteran in uh, Shasta County, California, spoke before the County Board of Supervisors, I believe it was this week, and warned them that the peaceful, docile populace is about at its limit and any more aggression from these government officials uh, against the population seriously risks rebellion. That's effectively what he's saying. His name is uh, Carlos Zapata. He owns a local gym and martial arts center in Redding, California. Now, I had to distort the audio and the video, but his voice is going to sound like I've anonymized him. Because, as I mentioned at the top of the show, this is now one of Susan WikiWiki's no-no band clips. It's like saying Erica Marshmello or uh, playing the, the doctors talking about hydroxychloroquine. You can't play this, apparently. So, um, at great great risk to the show, because as I mentioned, our Clips channel got a strike for this. But this is, the, this is the sort of thing that I think is of great importance that we ought to hear and that we ought to listen to. And if Susan wants to punish this channel for playing it, well... You know, some some hills you got to be prepared to die on. Here's Carlos Zapata in Shasta County, California. I'm pretty appalled at what's going on. You know, at first we sat as concerned citizens that we all want to figure out how to best navigate our way through this whole COVID thing, you know. As we realized that it's not quite as dangerous as we thought it'd be, you know, I was absolutely appalled at cowardice, you know, and as you're sitting there with your masks on, uh, I don't blame you for wearing masks because I'd be hiding my face too if I was you for what you're doing. It's absolutely horrendous what you're doing. These people, I'm a business owner, and, uh, and I'm telling you, our families are starving. You know, you guys can sit here with your jobs, you can sit here and you're going to get paid, you can fall asleep in your chair like that gentleman's doing behind his mask right there, okay? Uh, and I'm telling you right now that right now we're being peaceful and, and you better be happy that we're, we're good citizens, that we're peaceful citizens, but it's not going to be peaceful much longer. And this isn't a threat. I'm not a criminal. I've never been a criminal, but I'm telling you good citizens are going to turn into real concerned and revolutionary citizens real soon. That we're building, we're organizing and we'll work with law enforcement or without law enforcement, but you won't stop us when time comes because our families are starving because this is a warning for what's coming. It's not going to be peaceful much longer. I went to war for this country. I've been in combat, and I never want to go back again. But I'm telling you what, I will to save this country. If it has to be against our own citizens, it will happen. And there's a million people like me, and you won't stop us. Open the county. Let owners of businesses do what they need to do to feed their families. Take the masks off. Quit masking and muzzling your children. The psychological damage you're doing to them is horrible. I've had six friends kill themselves since it's happened. Veterans who lost their jobs. How do you feel about being complicit in perpetuating that? The greatest hoax ever perpetuated on the American people. And you're a part of it by wearing your mask. Right on. Right on. I could not have said it better myself. And that guy's right. The only thing they said that was incorrect was that a million people are behind him. 30 million people are behind that guy. <laughs> Low ball, for sure. Yeah. Now, 
to the point of what he's saying, you're going to see this guy smeared up and down. He's going to be labeled as a terrorist. He's going to be labeled as an aggressor. Uh, how though? Until there's violence and then he'll be a, it'll be prophetic. What he said. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I hope he's not proved right, but with the trajectory, it's hard to argue otherwise. And I don't understand how you can paint him as an aggressor when all he's asking is to be left alone from the meddling aggression of the government, the government meddling in people's lives and making it so they can't, or at least have difficulty feeding their families. Why don't we talk about those families that are struggling? Why don't we talk about the suicides that he mentioned? Are we supposed to believe it is as simple as one side saving all the lives and the other side uh, killing everybody guaranteed? Yes, because they think that we're retarded. They think that we were born yesterday. They think that they're going to, be able to 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 tell all of these lies and and he's right this is perhaps the greatest hoax perpetrated against the american people uh ever um and for the most part it's worked and every time i see a person that doesn't obviously have an underlying condition with a mask on yeah uh, that person is is compliant well and i want to clarify for the time the time writers of the world and stuff Nobody's denying the biological reality of the virus. The point that's being made is look at the way it is being used to control you. To meddle in I, your life. I am denying uh, <laughs> the, the supposed reality of this virus. Well, you, I mean, you, didn't, you don't deny that it's a biological thing that exists. In the same way that a cold or the flu is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't believe that in any other political climate, it, this would have been seized upon in the same way. Right. That's, but it's the political element that is really the hoax here. Not the biology yeah. of it. That's the hoax. Although right. biological claims are maximized for the, for the purpose of that sort of thing. But I, I wanted to mention Susan's banning too. You'll, you'll have some trouble finding this clip on YouTube. And that's because Susan's, uh, as I mentioned, her bans are underway for it. Uh, the reason I have this clips channel is exactly for this purpose. I, I prep the show's clips and put them on a separate clips channel so we can have them handy and ready to play, but also so that I can screen them through Susan's back end and know if I, I can expect my channel to be punished if I were to play them on the stream. That's exactly why I do this sort of thing because the channel I did that on just for posting that clip unedited uh, within uh, 10 minutes, copy or not copyright, but uh, community guidelines strike on my channel and, and then I went to look at it. The reason they, they gave it a strike impersonation. And you look at the policy and you're not allowed to impersonate celebrities or news agencies. There's no impersonation here. This is just playing a clip from a government meeting. Then I got an email from Susan wiki wiki and it, it says nothing of, inter, of impersonation. Instead, it says how your content violated the policy. YouTube doesn't allow content that explicitly disputes the efficacy of the WHO. So I assume it's because he said, don't wear a mask. What? I think that's why. But I don't know. They've given me two conflicting things. It was impersonation and the guy said, don't wear a mask. I guess. Take your medicine. Take this vaccine. Wear your mask. God, everybody's such a pussy. I can't believe that we've fallen to this level as a society. This guy is, he should be hailed as an American hero. When, when do we live in that country again? Uh, sign me or up. Somebody like this is, is an American. Sign, hero. sign me up to be his neighbor. Absolutely. Gladly. Just, just to recap though, a black lives matter activist can say, give us all your shit or we'll kill you or metaphorically kill you or damage you or whatever, or try to kill run you, you or run you over with our cars to be, yeah, to be perfectly accurate. That's fine. However, there's a term for that. That's called extortion. 
Okay, that might be blackmail, whatever. It's trying to coerce people into doing things they don't want to do through threats of force. That is a threat. That's aggression. But that's just fine on YouTube. No problem. This guy can say simply, leave me alone to live my life or I will be forced to defend myself because you've ruined my life. And that is banned because... Stream died. Uh-oh. Well, it looks like it's... It uh, looks like it got a hiccup there. But it didn't die. It just had a hiccup. It should be back up now. Just refresh, guys. Yeah, give it a refresh it. and let us know. Unless Susan finally gave us the boot. Looks like we are having some connection issues, though. So I'm going to let it sit tight. Is it a connection issue or is it that we just played this clip? It might. Well, normally when it. We're going to get wiki wiki. No, it's a it's a connection issue right now. Oh, good. OK. Oh, my God. Just uh, sit tight, sit tight. We'll see if we can get the connection back. Um, it looks like we're back. Well, intermittently. It's kind of dancing. The connection's kind of dancing all over the place for me. Now it's green. <laughs> okay. I want to have my own hot mic moment, but <laughs> it's not the same when it's delivered. Now, now we're back and uh, just, we're, we're going to, okay. I'm going to actually cut the stream and then start it up again. We'll see if that, we'll see if that makes it a little better. Okay. Okay. We're, we're sending the stream back out. So if you're listening, let the chat know to refresh. It looks like refresh guys. Yeah. It's still getting all sorts of weird. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do about this. It's going all crazy. I've never seen it do this before. It's just kind of dancing all over. The connection goes from solid to terrible. Okay, now it looks like maybe it's it's chilled out for a second. <laughs> I, we're, we're still up, right? Susan has not actually taken us down. Looks like it, yeah. Okay. It looks like it's stabilized. So, and I'll get a text uh, if, um, if, it's, if it's gone crazy. Anyway, uh, as I mentioned, Black Lives Matter lady can, can say, do as I say or I will inflict harm upon you. That, that's aggression. That's a threat, okay? This yeah. guy can say simply, leave me alone to live my life or I will be forced to defend myself because you've ruined my life. Okay, that's, that's not aggression. That's a person being forced to defend himself because of your aggression. One is fine. The other's not. Susan will allow what is definitional aggressive threat and disallow what is a person reluctantly being forced to defend himself. Nobody on, on Carlos Zapata's side here is asking for violence. We're asking to be left alone. It's as simple as that. The end of your aggression is when peace happens. You can stop being the aggressor anytime and peace will happen. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. I'm glad that. Thanks. Thanks for the bearing with. I think we're good. I think we're good now as far as the stream quality. But I get. I hate to get too tinfoily about that sort of thing because here the technical reality is. This stream gets sent to a a service that sends it to all of our places. So there's kind of a, a, a middle, an intermediary between us and YouTube and DLive that reroutes it to all those places. So in theory, YouTube should have no control over that direct connection. So they'd have no way to meddle. All they could do is just cut. Unless they could actually, like, can YouTube, it's like, did Susan DDoS me? That's the Susan would have to manipulate my internet connection, which sounds outlandish. However, the timing of that connection interruption is 
a draw your own conclusions. That's very odd. That does not happen very frequently around these parts. Just glad to be done with it. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> similar theme here real quick. Uh, Delta Airlines banned the former Navy SEAL Robert O'Neill uh, who killed bin Laden. They banned the guy <laughs> who killed bin Laden from their flights this week. Why? Because he tweeted out a picture of himself not wearing a mask captioned. I'm not a pussy. <laughs> for him <laughs> and he's banned from delta flights and it gets better there's a new york times editor dan saltstein who said i don't know this guy but counterpoint you might just it you might just be, be i don't even what is this even saying it's he's saying you're you're not willing to sacrifice and be a little uncomfortable for your fellow humans including that marine behind you yeah he he doesn't know much about sacrifice for country at all he doesn't know much about military sacrifice in particular absolutely not one other thing I wanted to say on the Corona front, um, other speaking of things that are allowed on YouTube, uh, assaulting people for defying the world health organization. That's hilarious. That's a great joke on YouTube. Yeah. YouTuber Alan Pan is fed up with the people not wearing masks in Southern California. So he engineered a gun to shoot masks onto people's face, which I mean, just a, a absent the politics. It's kind of clever, I guess. It's assault, though. Like what you're talking oh, about yeah. is assaulting people. Oh, yeah. Here's his here's his video. It feels like people just aren't wearing masks, and they should be. Uh, I'm only talking about America, by the way. This is kind of a uniquely American problem. We're gonna make these people understand whether they want to or not. I'm gonna put together the Second Amendment with healthcare. All right, let's put a mask on this guy. Hopefully, in three, two, one. Oh my God! <laughs> Here's the thing, I came here fully expecting that people are gonna get angry at me and I even brought my running shoes just in case, you know, things got racist. I don't know if it was just the time of day and the percent of locals versus tourists or if maybe people are actually coming around to the idea of masks, but there's a ton of people wearing masks here. It turns out people here might be more on the same page than I thought they would be. So instead of going hunting, we're gonna go focus group testing. Okay. <laughs> I wanna smash his face. Uh, I have I have shoes to run in case it gets racist. Uh, people aren't defending themselves because of race. They're defending themselves in that instance because you're assaulting them. That's why it has nothing to do yeah. with race. Um, yeah, totally. Not to mention, uh, he's getting all uptight about people not wearing masks outside in the hot summer weather of Southern California. Wh why would that ever be a thing? There's no evidence or reason to believe people should be wearing masks in such an environment. And he's just going to gloss over how he disproved his own point. His whole premise was, oh, man, nobody's wearing masks. Am I right, guys? Till I actually, in America. Which also isn't true. There are a lot of countries with less mask wearing than the United States. But he goes out because nobody's wearing masks. And lo and behold, actually, uh, everybody's wearing masks. So my outrage was kind of uh, unjustified. We'll just gloss over that. And obviously, the Second Amendment is not to protect your right to shoot people, even with low, <laughs> low impact projectiles. The mask, right. the, the mask has um, like weights on the end of the strings that cause it to wrap around the person's face. It's to protect your right to defend yourself. You're not defending anybody by approaching randos and assaulting them. Anyway, dumb video. You can watch the whole thing. No, I don't want. <laughs> you saw the highlights. Last thing I'll say on coronavirus. Uh, there's a little bit of um, we know that well, at least on the masks, the evidence has been inconsistent. The evidence that lockdowns did anything or have done anything is totally non-existent. Actually, look at the states with the highest per capita death rates like New York and New Jersey. They locked down 
in many cases, the most aggressively. And a lot of them aren't even opened in any meaningful sense now. Uh, remember a few a few months ago when Andrew Cuomo, or maybe weeks ago, Andrew Cuomo showed a, a, a graphic in his presentation that said, actually, the home is the number one site of coronavirus infection. That's where most people are getting it. Right. Now, it stands yeah. to reason, theoretically, why? Well, if you're locked down, it's not a true lockdown, okay? We're all still going out to do our so-called essential shopping at the grocery store. So everyone's going to a concentrated area at reduced hours. In fact, we might increase our contact with each other. And then we all go home and hang out with our families or roommates for extended periods of time in poorly circulated areas. And shocker, it results in a whole bunch of coronavirus infections. Recently, New Zealand has locked down again because they got like two coronavirus cases and Jacinda Ardern, who bans everything and won't let people be free in any meaningful sense, locks it all down again. That's what's happened uh, uh, in the last couple of weeks in New Zealand. But people must are, I be proven right about women in politics again? But there are again. articles circulating that say, again. did you know countries run by women have way better coronavirus performance? Those are I've seen those circulating. Recently. That's because it's authoritarian nonsense. And I don't care about the infection rate. Yeah, it's uh, the de- at deaths or at least like severe life alteration is the is the meaningful. No, under metric. 75 deaths is the only statistic yes. that I care about. Yeah. yeah, well, yes. Deaths of, of otherwise healthy people. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's data coming out of uh, New Zealand. And weird, the last time there was a spike in cases in New Zealand, it was like a week or two after the first lockdown started. Okay. Second lockdown starts at the earlier part of the month. And cases are on the rise a week or so after the second lockdown started. So I'm not sure if Lord WHO allows for this sort of discussion or data presentation or, or if her apprentice, uh, or their apprentice, Susan Wiki Wiki will allow it. But uh, we submit that humbly for their consideration. I'm moving a little quickly because we still have plenty to get through and we're running short on time. But I do want to talk yeah. about Yikes. the cancellations. I think we could probably just uh, get through the rest of the show here and then uh, and then catch up with Super Chat. We'll be we, we can get through these quickly. There, okay. there were many cancellations this week, though, uh, or at least controversies involving cancellation. At first, it was sports. Uh, or uh, Well, he wasn't the first, I guess, in the week. But the first we're going to cover is sportscaster Tom Brenneman, whose uh, voice you may recognize from NFL games on Fox. Or if you're a Cincinnati Reds fan, he was the voice of the Reds. But during a TV break, he was on a hot mic this week saying some. Uh, it's not even clear what city he's talking about. But some city out there is the fag capital of the world. The fag capitals of the world. Reds Live, the pregame show presented <laughs> by Ray St. Clair Roofing. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> okay, bets on what he was talking. He must have been talking about San Francisco. Something like that. Because they were playing S- Kansas City. I- is Kansas City one of the fag capitals of the world? I, I don't know. Well, that doesn't seem likely, though. Pretty gay, but not super gay. So I'd be surprised if that's what he meant. But he didn't even finish the game before the Reds booted him. And he's been booted from the upcoming NFL season on Fox as well. But most. Oh, dis- come on. Not going to call football games. The most disappointing part, though, is the apology tour. He wrote a whole op ed in the Cincinnati Inquirer apologizing for what he's done. And get a load of this quote, this paragraph. I used a word that is both offensive and insulting. In the past 24 hours, I have read about its history. I have no I had no idea it was so rooted in hate and violence and I'm particularly ashamed and blah, 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 blah. 
you're telling me you had no concept of the word and now that you've been enlightened on the history. No, the correct answer is to say, oh, I'm fired. Well, you guys were a bunch of fags anyway. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. not dealing with you fags anymore. See ya. And at least or take out a full page in the most popular newspaper <laughs> and then just say, I apologize for nothing. Faggot. <laughs> That's it. At least American hero right you, right there. You get nobody here because even the people who enjoyed the sport and enjoyed your broadcasting, they don't give a shit. Nobody was really hurt by this sort of thing. Yeah, it's unprofessional. Fine. Whatever. Nobody was nobody was harmed by what happened that day. No fags were harmed no. by this statement. I mean, I God, aren't you glad that we grew up in the 90s? Yeah. It's like, did you guys never sit through a geometry class or, or something? Do you? Who the hell was not called a fag many times? Or do I just speak for myself? Maybe I was uniquely called a fag throughout my adolescent years. Who knows? Yeah, I bet you were you were pretty faggy as an adolescent. <laughs> um, no, I mean, we just used to to rip on each other way harder than kids do these days. Yeah. And I think that we're all better for it, probably. Yeah. Like a touch of bullying, you know, good-spirited We've got people have really been mad at us for talking about this in the past. And of course, it's not endorsing bullying. But what it is, is saying that like some of the socialization of kids and the natural competition that goes on among them. And sometimes even when there is bullying, overcoming the bully, standing up to the bully. And for sure. Yeah. All of those things are necessary parts of of growing up, I think. And obviously, I'm not for the abuse of anyone. I don't want people no, particularly no. physically abused. I should be more or, specific about this. In in every like social situation, you've got like a bottom 5% of kids. Like kids with weird deformities and that come from super impoverished homes so they always smell bad. Stuff like that. They grew up to be we, in uh, they, they they're featured speakers at the DNC. That's that's exactly. what happens. Exactly. <laughs> Leave your Greta Thunbergs alone. Yeah. Don't bully those kids. But for the rest of kids that are just like kind of weird and like eat their boogers or whatever, like fine. But bully those kids. They'll grow out of it or whatever. But people that have like really awful circumstances, I tended to to leave those people alone. But um you know, like the fat girl with the weird tooth. Yeah. Go, go nuts. <laughs> so old snaggle tooth, man. For her. She never, <laughs> no one's going to invite her to the prom. Anyway, that's Tom Brenneman. Uh, you heard about the Goodyear controversy this week. Goodyear tire company. They're in hot water after an image from a company diversity training uh, leaked. This was from a plant in Wichita, Kansas. The image showed the company approves of Black Lives Matter and pro-LGBT messages on clothing, but you can't have clothing that says Blue Lives Matter or All Lives Matter or Make America Great Again, all that stuff. That's banned. Now, Goodyear initially denied the report or at least tried to minimize it, and they said the company supports both racial justice and law enforcement. But later in the week, audio from that meeting leaked, and the this unknown Goodyear speaker here describes... Exactly that sort of policy. It doesn't seem that it was mischaracterized at all. It's a little, it's, um, it's a little clipped, but you get the idea of what he's talking about. Wristbands, that will be deemed approved because it complies with zero tolerance stance. However, if any associate wears all blue White Lives Matter shirts or face covering, covering that will be not appropriate. Kansas. You can hear gosh. people laughing because of how stupid it is. In the background. Now, uh, Trump tweeted out to boycott Goodyear this week, saying uh, two can play at the uh, the left's game of mobbing and boycotting. It it has had some impact. Goodyear's stock price has fallen about six percent. So that's pretty substantial. Yeah, at least since Monday. Maybe it'll have a rebound. 
Netflix. Uh, this is the most significant controversy of the week, I would say. Is dude, um, do we have to watch this clip again? It's so upsetting. I don't have to play it if you don't want, but uh, it is the official trailer, or at least a portion of it. Um. Yeah, I guess we can watch it. I mean, it's it's know brief, this, but it's. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Netflix has faced a lot of this uh, sexualization of children controversy in the past. They had uh, shows like Desire and Big Mouth. And now the trailer for this show called Cuties launched this week. So it's a French language show. The premise is 11-year-old Amy joins a group of dancers called the Cuties. And this upsets her uh, presumably Muslim mother, I'm guessing, and, and, her, and her values. Anyway, here's a brief portion of the, uh, of the trailer that at least Susan says is just fine. Vous quoi à la guerre On va danser au concours. Je danse avec vous. Quoi Vous avez quel âge Non, mais on a 14. Absolutely legendary ratio on that one. Um, as of this, I should refresh here. Let's see what we're looking at. It's probably worse since we started streaming. Yeah, uh, 920,000 downvotes on that 26K up. Now, that is indeed an overwhelming ratio. However, uh, glass half empty, 26,000 people liked that. Okay, uh, we, we, may, we may have some, may have some uh, problems. And by the way, remember YouTube? Um, in the last year or two, they basically disabled all comments on videos of even children like talking or just playing. Yeah, but they'll show this, right? Full comments on this one. Like a comment away. In fact, 100,000 people have. No issue there. Okay. Uh, there's a petition circulating to get Netflix to cancel Cuties. And it's got over 350,000 signatures. And this is, this is as of a few days ago. So it's probably more by now. Now, for its part, Netflix has only apologized for the poster Netflix, a Netflix spokesman says in a statement, we're deeply sorry for the inappropriate artwork that we used for cuties. It was not okay, nor was it representative of this French film, which will, which premiered at Sundance. We've now updated the pictures and description. So they apologized for this poster, but they've just updated it to this poster, I guess. But is this an accidental endorsement of Islam again? (laughs) I I knew this was, I, I, I watched that and I thought the same thing. Well, uh, Pushed to Team Muslim yet again. At least we uh, keep this crap under control. Although they're pedophiles too, so I don't really know what the problem is. The problem is the outward sexualization mm-hmm. of the girl. They'll cut that girl's clit off and then sell her to some 50-year-old Muslim <laughs> guy like Pronto. And, and so I, Everyone watched the trailer. Like Nobody was bitching about the poster, or at least not only the poster. Everyone was watching the trailer that's up on YouTube with millions of views. So yeah. We'll see if this survives. It's supposed to debut on September 9th. We'll see if that actually happens. And uh, anyway, now it's uh, it's that time, and we got plenty of offerings. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit! It's backwards. You think they'll notice? Well, a gay waiter, and I'm going to put air quotes around that, waiter, restaurant server, because I have my suspicions. 
We'll get to that in a moment. But he's in Ogden, Utah, and he says some diners left him a cash tip last week that had a hate message on the bill Mm. itself. Here's what he says. This is where it's been. Pin it in my wallet. A $5 bill. It's shocking. Tucked away tightly. It's not okay. So no one else will ever receive it. Picked it up and, you know, immediately was like, oh, oh, this is written on my tip. So it reads, get out of America, Three-letter gay slur <laughs> left behind. Refer to Tom Brenneman if you can't connect the dots. By a table of three grown adults. I think if anyone got it, they would think it was hate speech. Hate speech. And Ashton was speechless. They deliberately wrote it on their bill. There's no guidebook for that. So I went home and I told my partner what happened. And <laughs> Apparently. Now, as the news piece there said, the waiter... Um, well, uh, let me back up a second. Some things to consider here. If the bill is evidence in a crime, and that's the claim in this news piece that defacing money is a crime, doing it with a hate motive makes it a hate crime. Why is the evidence being withheld? Why is it still held tightly in his wallet? Never to see the light of day. Secondly, if the waiter remembers this was a party of three, shouldn't this group be somewhat identifiable? Even if there isn't surveillance in the restaurant itself, is it, isn't it possible that there'd be some sort of camera somewhere in the area that could identify these people? If he knows the approximate time that it happened, identifying that group of three should not be that hard. And then if you hate someone, you really want to express it to them. Why would you leave a generous tip? The uh, right. it, it says in here. 27%. Yes. The bill was 22 bucks and they left $5 on it. That's a, that's a pretty good tip. Okay. Or maybe more. Maybe. Uh. Yeah, because that's not. Oh, no, never mind. I was questioning his math there for a second, but maybe that's right. Uh, Additionally. The handwriting. uh, Let's see if I can. uh, Or maybe it's in this. Yeah, uh, you can kind of see it in his Facebook post here, but the handwriting very feminine, very feminine. Doesn't necessarily look like you. I don't know what you'd expect MAGA handwriting to look like, but that is the claim that he says all three of them were wearing MAGA hats. All three just strolled into this restaurant and called them a fag with in their MAGA hats and left. Now, ultra cynically, and this is this is what I was messaging you about before we were live, because I read through several stories, or several uh, iterations of this story from different outlets and his own post, and I listened to the video story, and I'm thinking, what restaurant did this happen at? And all couldn't find. Yeah, they all just say an Ogden restaurant. An Ogden restaurant. I seriously read five different articles. Neither one of us could find the restaurant in question. I don't even believe that he's a waiter. I think that even that is fake. I think he just duped the news station and everyone else for Facebook virtue points. None of this makes any sense at all. Yep. Speaking of cases that don't make sense. uh, (laughs) Headline in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. We felt targeted. Vandals burned a Joe Biden sign and gay pride and American flags at a village in uh, at a village of uh, Waukesha or in Waukesha. So uh, according to the family, they uh, they have this whole display uh, They live right on a highway. Basically, they have this whole display with a Biden sign and a rainbow flag and an American flag. And at 930, oh, I'd vandalize the shit. Out of that. <laughs> maybe it's legit, but I have some compelling counter evidence from a friend of the show, actually. 
Um, I'll get to that in a second. But at nine at 9.30 on Sunday night, the niece of this family saw something burning in the front yard. She ran outside and saw the burning sign and the flags and noticed a parked car nearby with its lights off. The car re- reportedly sped off after spotting her. So she alerted the family at that point. They extinguished the flames and the family then contacted the sheriff's department. That is the story. Now, I mentioned a friend happens to live very near this house and actually drives by this very sign and flag display with some frequency. That's our friend Michael Schlecht out there in Wisconsin. Want to credit good research effort where it was done. I appreciate his work on behalf of the show. So he offered his investigative services to me because he's interested in this as a local uh, story. And um, he he got to work on some Google images at at first. So, So this house, first of all, is very heavily wooded. Right. You got a long distance between the highway out there and the house, and there's a lot of thick trees between the location of the sign and the home itself. You can see all the greenery here as it would appear around this time of year and the location of the sign as he is familiar with because he drives by this with uh, some frequency. So the the story here is, I mean, first of all, it'd be pretty difficult to see what's going on there from the, from inside the house, but also the distance. So you're telling me that you saw what was going out there And then you ran all the way out there and observed what was going on. And then the aggressors there never actually saw you until you were out there. Then they went and got in their car that was off Mm. and then they sped away. But even though you had all the time to do all that, you didn't get a good look on the car because there's no description of the car. How did all of that play out? And so you got kind of the logistical difficulties in terms of the layout of all of this and how, how you saw things happen, but not other things. Okay. Also the dude in question, the guy who owns the home, He's all about his Facebook virtue signaling. So he's advertising his bumper sticker collection very recently. And, um, you know, that's not necessarily damning, but here's what is damning. Oh, that is damning as hell. Consider this, though. He actually has live streamed footage of the fire happening in his front yard. So I'm supposed to believe someone came and lit a fire on his property. And his initial reaction was not to extinguish the fire. It was to fire up his phone, get on Facebook, live stream the burning of his property and encourage everyone to get out there and protest. Man, it's so disappointing. All of these hoax hates. I just wish were true and then they never are (laughs) this never are i don't know that we have the absolute kill shot on this one but i seriously question your judgment sir if you see an spontaneous fire on your property you think i better show everyone before i extinguish before i put it out right yeah or before i call the authorities or call for help or whatever i'm comfortable saying that one's 100 fake but if uh, if our friend michael learns any more we'll see uh just a couple more. Last week, we saw a um, backward swastikas courteously painted on only the windows in the cars of Albany, uh, Oregon. But is it possible that the car vandalism is actually legit? Because there was more of it this week. Here's the story out of Albany, Oregon. The Marchand family woke up Sunday morning with this on their three cars. White paint splattered across windows, doors, and car hoods. One family member I spoke with tonight says she believes this happened because they had a Black Lives Matter sign in their front yard. You can see someone wrote WLM and that the family says means White Lives Matter. I've seen signs that have also been vandalized just passing by. 
And it's just, it's crazy because these people aren't speaking out. Like the people who believe in the white power and white lives matter or whatever, they're not speaking out. They just choose to vandalize. Marshawn posted these photos on an Albany community Facebook page. And in the comment section, other residents are also saying they too were target of vandalism because they support the BLM movement. One woman says her Black Lives Matter flags was left on her driveway next to human feces. <laughs> Uh, Black Lives Matter signs with shit next to them. That's that's called San Francisco. That's not a hate crime. That's just yeah, a state seriously. of that's a normal state in the leftist parts of the country. Um, I mean, this still has all the hallmarks of being fake. But uh, the one thing to her point, yes, it is odd that all the white supremacists in your in your neighborhood are all highly motivated, highly ninja skilled people who are just so happen never to be caught. And they always get away yeah. with it. That's very interesting. But the only thing that has me hesitating to be confident that this is for sure a hoax is the fact that it now involves multiple people. Now, it's not outside the realm of possibility that all of these uh, deranged neighborhood cat ladies got together and decide to stage a, a group hoax. I, it, it totally could happen. Uh, bigger efforts have been made before. Do you have a, a gut feeling on these? Yeah, they're all they're always fake. Always. <laughs> that's, 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 I guess that's a safe bet. But speaking of big efforts uh, from big people, no less, it's uh, it's not hoax hate per se, but it's a headline that I just can't resist. Uh, similar theme, Sumter, South Carolina, a rapper turned mayoral candidate and her associate have been charged after police say they staged her kidnapping and beating to gain publicity and public sympathy for votes in November. This is Sabrina Belcher. She went live on Facebook with her friend Christopher James Eady to allegedly show a man attacking and kidnapping her. There's some video of the original post still available, and I can't tell if he's using a baseball bat to fake beat her. It kind of looks like that. Whatever's going on, it's not very convincing. Fucking the cop! I'm sorry, I'm sorry! Please, I can't get it! I can't Stop this motherfucker right here, right now, bitch! Stop it! Tell you about fucking with my motherfucking people, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Uh, doesn't seem real. And then Tyler Perry pops out of the back. And like, <laughs> okay. During uh, the investigation, the, this is how cops cracked the case. During the investigation, Belcher provided a fake name of her attacker. However, Officers later determined that she was in contact with Edie, whom she had worked with days prior to concoct the staged uh, event and report the incident. The uh, police chief there in Sumter says uh, this was simply an effort to create disorder and discontent in our community for personal gain. As a result, a valuable number of resources, including personnel, man hours and the police department or of the police department, as well as local medical professionals were wasted based on false information. Belcher is charged with filing a false police report. Uh, of a felony and conspiracy. Edie is charged with conspiracy. Now, presumably her political run is over. I'm just guessing. So she will have to now rely She'll on probably her, win on. She might, I shouldn't speak so soon, but she might have to rely on her rap career. Did you catch her rap music? It, no, but I was thinking when I was watching that, this does kind of seem like the beginning of a rap video. You be the judge. Something. Where is the production better in the hoax or in the rap music? Here you go. At 19 became somebody baby mama Before I step out the door I let my mama know I got plans to make it home But just in case I don't Cover me in the blood of the Holy Ghost So the devil can't make no kind of bend For my soul Let all of my kids know I love them more than they ever know Yeah 
Okay. Do you want this stream to get banned? Do you want your channel to get nuked? <laughs> don't show me these things. I can barely keep my mouth shut. This is why I don't drink. I, I don't if know I how one anyone... drop of alcohol... How could anyone possibly have anything insensitive to say about what we've just seen? I, I can't imagine. What do you want from me, man? I can't what imagine. Lastly, speaking of poor rap performances, I have about a two-second surprise cringe submission. Uh, hey, check this out. Certified free. Seven days a week. I saw this. and gushy. Make that pullout game weak. Uh, I, I can only play about two seconds of that because of, uh, again, Susan's copyright rules. But that is Lena Dunham giving her submission to everyone's talking about WAP. Wet, wet ass P word, as uh, Ben Shapiro described it, going through Nicki, not Nicki Minaj, uh, Cardi B's song. And uh, this is uh, this is Lena Dunham looking very uh, thick with two C's. Doing her, her I feel dance. bad for Lena Dunham. I don't even want to hate on her anymore because I feel so bad for her. This got heavily uh, ratioed. I mean, I the state of mind you must be in to submit this, to do this and post it. Uh, God help her. Well, I know. I mean, her her story is actually really sad because everybody like her her weird artist, like New York City Jewish parents just told her that she was so fucking great her whole life. And then she has all of these, uh, she's like a hypochondriac and she has all of these weird autoimmune diseases and everything like that. And then she got her womb removed so she can't have kids. I forgot and then she did that. Good Lord. Her boyfriend of five years broke up with her and is now in a relationship with Lord. Who's like 21 <laughs> and you know, she's never going to have kids. And all she has is this, this stupid ideology and she just has to be like, you have to accept me. Look, look at me. Look at how fat I am. You have to accept this. You have to do it. And that's, and that's all that she did. Has she that's get the life. sex suit for this purpose or did she have it already? I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's just, can you imagine if your life just amounted to nothing in that way? I mean, all I you had was like your fat, gross body. Yeah. I mean, she's going to die alone and like, she's never created it's, anything it's, worthwhile. It's and going it's downhill. Yeah. It's going downhill from there. She'll, there'll be a time where she reminisces about, herself at this peak level that this was yeah yeah it's just yeah anyway uh we're all set we'll call that a show my baby is freaking out downstairs my poor okay. husband i, I can, can hear him like try to if you, handle the baby um okay where were we on super chat uh i left off we're good on d live so thank you guys or no actually i do have a couple on d live to check out i'll get to that in a second uh jeffrey have we done any super chat yeah yeah jeffrey o'neill is up next Oh, okay. I'm coming. If you can Let find that one. Up. Otherwise, I can carry on. But over on DLive, uh, uh, Booty uh, says, Matt, get your dog a rawhide bone. He sounds pissed. I think that was Blonde's dog. Never, that was my dog. Yeah, it's not Sorry. my dog. I had to mute my mic a little bit. Um, my, my husband, I, I can tell, is like having a real hard time with everything going on downstairs. In before the ban, he also says. Well, definitely not on DLive because that's where all the Nazis hang out, including us. But certainly oh on my YouTube gosh. is okay. possible. It's boobo clock. I'll be back. Okay. All right. I will be here. Thank you for patience, guys. Uh, let's see. So we're good on DLive. Thank you, guys. I'm going to catch up on Streamlabs real quick. We'll hop back over to YouTube. And let's see what we got here. Oh, man. I got to... Let's see. Um, <laughs> that's right. Uh Oh, Horatio Nelson, thanks for supporting the show. Uh, I, I technically shouldn't read this one, but he just said the chick's back got taco crunched. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, Redicus says, loving the clapter. 
they are so tone they are so tone deaf to hello fellow kids things uh the delay is due to them using satellite delay so they can uh drop people remember uh that suck uh cuomo plus the kamala greta clip is from january i thought that was new oh maybe maybe i mistook that as current i thought it was current so my bad if it uh if it's not actually new i thought that was a new one bummer I'll have to uh, correct the record. So thank you for, I'll, I'll look into it. Um, anyway, uh, Crypto Crook says, come on, Blonde, how come you don't have an account on the most based social network, Telegram? You definitely should have one. Is it really cool? I, I, maybe I should check it out. I've never used Telegram because I don't really get it. So perhaps I'll give it a look. Phil says, uh, based on that guy from Shasta County, a lot of people must be prepping to play some Minecraft. Is that the lingo these days? Politicians forget that they are locked in here with us and not the other way around. Defensively, Susan, I would never advocate Americans acting IRL, Susan. Of course. Well, that guy, seriously speaking, that guy is talking defensively. Like Defensively, Susan isn't even a meme in his case. That's what he's saying. Crypto says, was it really a connection issue? It looks like WikiWiki just sent you a warning. That's That's what is weird about that. The timing is hard to ignore, but also wiki wiki. How would wiki wiki get control of my personal connection? That's going to a totally different server than hers. If that's, if that happened, I, I don't know. Radicus says, when do we see our killdozer 2.0? If I was the Attilus gym owners, I would start welding. I do love the uh, Senate candidate has made their gym, a political reality. He should set up, uh, tables and start making calls. Also, Flu Manchu should try that in Texas. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, and that's really his point. It's like nobody wants that sort of thing, but you keep pushing people, you're going to get bad outcomes. Uh, that's just easily foreseeable. Big Ed, this may be a conspiracy theory, but I think your connection issues are some form of soft censorship. I've also had connection issues with YouTube reducing the video quality every time I start one of your streams. Just minor issues, but annoying enough to lose viewers. I, I, I wouldn't put it past them. We have all sorts of weird things that happen to our channel, both positively and negatively. I know that there's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes at YouTube that we realize. It is definitely not odd. I wouldn't be surprised if they had a staff person uh, dedicated to basically watching this show at all times. I, I would not be surprised if that is a uh, is a reality. And if that's you, hi, uh, glad you're getting paid to do this. I hope I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, Redicus says, can we track the likes and assume they are maps? Is that minor attracted persons? The politically correct term for uh, pedos and load up some. <laughs> defensive weapons the director of the show says it was supposed to satirize the current culture but that trailer is simply pedo porn the writer of the film is a muslim uh but that means nothing josh allen's hurdle says yes it's from the jump over bar attilis jim is now a republican campaign office hosting fundraiser workouts get bent phil murphy will either of you follow the lead of david wood act 17 apologetics and literally eat a a surah from the Quran. I, I didn't know that was what I didn't know that was happening. And also like what I, I can infer the symbolic significance, but I'm not really sure like what, what, what your, what the accomplishment is. So if it could be explained to me more, I, I don't know, maybe. Um, okay. Let's hop back over to YouTube. Flying Mikey shop says, got to admit AOC endorsing Bernie Sanders was pretty funny. I give her credit to sticking to her guns on that one, but she's still a dumb shit. Uh, dump ship. Sorry. 
Um, I what I read about that is that that's like traditional, I guess, that someone sticks up for uh, someone does that for uh, the the losing candidate. I don't know. I don't remember. And it wasn't so significant to me that I cared to really research whether that was a break of um, whether that was a break of tradition or not. That that didn't bother me too much. Uh, I bought PN says, Matt, sorry, you haven't got your hit piece yet. Hopefully this contribution will help take away the sting. Well, you know, it's always uh, it's always nice to be that close. I am not going to be niggardly. But still so far away. Eventually we will get there. I promise you. Uh, with your help, assuredly. Brian Chi says, I say that we stop calling the commies commies. Instead, call them by their underlying philosophy, egalitarianism extremized. This way, they can't hide behind their lies to be forced to explain the way equality pulls down. Yeah, uh, we have to, we've allowed equality to be morphed in that way where we value equality of outcome over equality before the law. And really, the 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 equality on which this country is based is equality before the law because of course there is no level of force that can actually make all people equal it's not really achievable and if you want to try to the point that you're making all you can do is start hacking away at people you can't really enhance them to be better you can only limit them to be worse thus we all end up in equal states of misery or at least roughly equal states uh Jacob says, evening gang, hope you're well. My roommate and I agree that school will be in massive air quotes fun. Impending misery aside, got to go back to the shadows of the chat for the semester. Here's some cash and Godspeed. Well, thanks for supporting the show and all the best with school. I really feel for you, for you younger people whose, who's not just your learning experience has been compromised, but your social experience of school itself, which of course is, is very, very meaningful in your social development and sort of the stuff we were talking about earlier. All that social interaction that just kind of beats you up a little bit and can the great experiences you have, the bad experiences you have, the things that make you into a mature adult, those are being compromised for an entire generation of kids and that will have consequences in the future. So all the best to you. Uh, UM536VID says, Matt and I once made love. His desperation for a hit piece really spiced things up, but he just couldn't quite get there if you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm begging. I'm begging at this point for sure. Rachel says, I've sent you guys a super chat when I bought my first gun. Here's another because I got my CCP today, my concealed carry permit. It was a great experience and I met awesome people and nobody wore an effing mask. Love y'all. Get your CCP. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And congratulations. I'm glad to hear it on all fronts. I'm glad to hear that you're more prepared. I'm glad to hear you're meeting cool people. I'm glad to hear there's some pushback on all the Corona tyranny. And uh, I'm glad that you're encouraging other people to take responsibility for themselves too. It's not... I, it's a weird time. And I know sometimes you don't want to jump into the chaos. Never too late to take that step and take responsibility for your own safety. Even if it's a chaotic time, like now do what you can get into it. hundred percent on board, Rachel and uh, congratulations incompetent hands from Sunday. <laughs> quote, can she rack that thing with her stub? Was that talking about <laughs> the guy's girlfriend in Austin? Every time I see her face, I think about the baby she's eaten blonde. Your body may be post-pregnancy, but your takes will always be hot. There's so many, I can't even keep tra- track of the, um, of all the, of all the poor wheelchair bound people we've made fun of in recent weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> high brow entertainment for sure. Brady Sutliff says, as a union insulator, we are abating asbestos at a school in Scranton, the office town, uh, Pennsylvania, for sure, and and home of Joe Biden. And we use negative air machines. The negative air pulls good air from the entrance of the enclosure. The one black guy in the union thinks neg air is, so it's neg air. I don't even know if it's negative, but neg air is racist. Any idea 
Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't even know if that's... <laughs> I don't know if that's a, technically true as far as your insulation works. Or as far as how that works and all your circulation works. Uh, or if that's just a good joke. But you actually did get me there for a second, I will admit. Rocky Mountain Monk. You damn far-right conspiracy theories just duped me out of 10 bucks. Well, I'm glad. We are very tricky. Thank you for uh, uh, thank you for keeping our trickery operation in business. Graham Godfrey says, will anybody compare the section of wall Steve built to other contractors? I don't know anything about that. And I yeah, I don't know what the charity actually accomplished. I've not followed up on it. So that'd, that'd be an interesting thing to learn. Mark Watson says, Barnes had an interesting take on the Bannon issue in the uh, Viva Fry stream just before this. He says it's political. You should watch the stream later. Well, I trust his takes. So maybe he knows something that I don't. Uh, and, uh, I think they're both, yeah, I think they're both great legal minds who will be good on the facts, but also, also good on a lot of the legal intricacies. So if Barnes has reason to doubt, uh, call me interested because I, he's, he's generally right about a lot of things. Six Semper Tyrannus, uh, those behind me, I will protect those standing beside me. I serve with those facing me will fall before me until I take my last breath. Authoritarian left should have left us alone too late now. Well, I hope they don't find out. I hope they don't learn that lesson. But again, all you have to do is stop aggressing. Stop threatening people. Stop picking fights and the fights will not happen. Simple as that. Daniel Kunkel says, regarding the Durham report, if all we get is this one FBI lawyer, then another coup attempt can happen again. I hope there's more coming from this investigation where there is no justice. None. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm surprised by the results that are already there. So we'll see what happens. Liberative says interesting factoid about Arizona, the Arizona chick at the DNC. None of the guy's friends even knew he had a daughter and she's been a DNC operator out of San Francisco for a while. Thank you for that information. I, I was kind of interested in seeing what I could learn about this arrangement because it screams political opportunism. Even if it, even if it is factually true, what was the nature of their relationship? Why is she dancing all over her father's grave for political gain? It, it doesn't seem like a daughter who has a genuinely respectful relationship with her father. And that's what makes me a little skeptical. So if you learn more about her, I'd be very interested because it just doesn't, it doesn't pass the eye test. It doesn't, it doesn't pass basic scrutiny. It seems off. Gabe the Dizzle says you need to read the bio for that time journalist, Foreign National, She's German and Uruguayan. She's born in Chile. She's a Dartmouth grad, but uh, national security correspondent screams intelligence asset. Oh, well, that explains the weird uh, <laughs> being conspiratorial. There's there's been like a, a weird door and window truck door and window company truck parked across my house for like a couple of days now. And this has happened before the, the exact sort of truck that you'd picture on the Simpsons where they have some like FBI operation and it, and it says like, um, uh, non suspicious truck on the side of it. But who the hell in my neighborhood is getting like multi-day door and window installations. I don't see that going on. So why the hell is this truck parked there? Kind of freaking me out, but I'm talking myself down thinking that's, that's too silly, but Hey, maybe she's working with not suspicious door and window company to monitor me from across the street. Weird times. Uh, Bill Biz says three days of DNC convention and almost zero admission of violent protests throughout the nation, but big concern for the mailbox conspiracy. Yeah. I didn't even have time to get into that. Uh, you got congressmen chaining themselves to mailboxes and all this nonsense. 
Black Magic says super chat words still allowed by YouTube. Catapult. <laughs> Here's a demonstration of what's still allowed. Catapult the corn eating. Batch made. Soft handed. No. <laughs> I, I guess hook nosed is still allowed. Fidget yuppie. All these things are still allowed. <laughs> I don't think I can. I've, it's, I just I have to punt. But yes, Susan says you can still say that. She's not giving that money to Planned Parenthood. R2 Burrito, as in, uh, uh, as in Burrito. That's the nickname for the, uh, for the young lady earlier. Oh, that one's all right. That one's all right. The Office of Strategic Services has declared all Class B non-humans, a.k.a. furries, as threats to gamer society and requests you turn off your furry neighbors to the OSS. You turn in your furry neighbors to the OSS hotline. For them to be picked up. What? Okay. Uh, oh, we just. Oh, hotline. There we go. I feel like I may have got dudes on that one. I don't know. I've had a couple tricky ones. Have you read anything from Minecraft tonight? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I definitely have. Uh, I definitely should have read some of them a little more thoroughly before. <laughs> but here we are. Hey, Shanique was stunning and brave says I really. Oh, great. What? Oh, no, I just if, as long as we're trying not to get in trouble. Well, who knows? Shanique was sending and brave says, I really feel for the Urquiza family. Such a tragedy. <laughs> the wrong member died. <laughs> P.S. If someone from the People's Republic of Melbourne was going to flee the U.S., what three states or cities would you suggest? No city. No city. Move to Wyoming, South Dakota, or. I don't know, maybe North Dakota, even uh, stay as rural as possible. But yeah, uh, but for Shaniqua, stunning and brave, I would I'd open up Idaho. Ah, well, yeah, you could probably find refuge in Idaho. Now, as far as the uh, the joke there, that, of course, is a reference to wrong Trump trending on Twitter. But we just heard from um, Liberative earlier, who's uh, an Arizona resident, and he was talking about this Urquiza family, the lady who said Trump killed my dad, basically. And there's some swirling information that she maybe basically didn't even have a relationship with her father, that she's lived in San Francisco doing democratic politics for X amount of years and really didn't hang out with her dad. She's just hopped on top of this opportunity to politicize it. Speculation no again, but I'm interested in learning more. They, uh, um, Mr. Rich low pitch. There were people who would have watched the DNC, but black lives matter stole all of their TVs and computers. <laughs> I think that's uh, that's a plausible theory. Long dong, John. I hope to see some spicy super chats read tonight, Matt. How, remember, if in doubt, sit back, relax, and think about the hit piece. Got to get there somehow. Jason Bolt said Jews are bad. I'll read that. <laughs> there we go. There, that'll do it. <laughs> but he spelled Jews J-O-O-Z. Okay. Is that so it's fine? Yeah. Is that allowed? I don't know. Uh, crash test. I've been missing you live, stupid time zones, but I always catch up in my Sandy safe space as soon as it's available. If you want to troll commies, Teen Vogue, Twitter, all their articles are communist propaganda. Yeah, I know, didn't I've they? I've seen that. They're the ones that are like, uh, have anal sex when you're a teenager. A lot of sketchy shit like that. Um, Zachary Ben Dixon says, can you guys comment on Netflix cuties if you haven't already? We have. Thank you for the sizable donation. I'm sorry that I can't say more. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to we did. We'll, so. we'll see if that show makes it to to broadcast. I don't know. Sorry, Sarah Marie. I just finished my NRA basics of pistol shooting course. I was shocked at the variety of people and backgrounds represented in the crammed room. At least my semi rural area 
um, in my semi-rural area, all this has created some Second Amendment unity. Good. That's true. Yeah. If we can all boog out together, um, that'd be sweet. Ben Smith, I think the RNC should be a split screen between live convention and footage from Portland, Seattle, <laughs> Chicago, New York, other Democrat-run cities. That that's a that's a good idea. Uh, Fataku, yeah, I, I've been banned from Twitter for tweeting ACLU at the ACLU that trans people belong in therapy. They called it targeted harassment. I guess Jack thinks therapy is more harmful than the trans suicide rate. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. And, and even targeted, it's like, well, targeted to. I get it. It's a it's a group. I guess, but to whom is that really targeted? It's not a specific individual. We're getting to the point where you can't even, you can't even discuss groups at all, or at least certain groups. You can't even discuss. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't say the words. We're getting there. You can't. can't Although our super chat will test the theories or at least test the the availability of certain words to the maximum extent. Oh, I do. That's that's one of the reasons I like Super Chat, aside from us getting paid for doing basically nothing. Um, Speak for is, yourself. <laughs> I know, right? Is that uh, we can slide under the radar because they're not things that we actually devise. Yeah, it's things we uh, happily accept uh, <laughs> and happily choose to, which is way different, way different. Totally. It's, to- it's totally different. Also way different, different than Cameo, in case anyone asks. Retweets do not equal endorsements. Uh, yeah. Downscape. Matt and I were making his tactical tuna bang after a few rounds with current ammo prices. We realized that making love was less painful in the butt. <laughs> so we made many more bangs for far less money. This is degrading. What we do is worse than cameo. Um, well, I don't, it's like the same thing. It's, it's basically the same it thing. Is the same. Yeah. We are Rachel Dolezal. Yes. Although we don't have racial confusion about ourselves, but other than that, not much difference. Mike Bob, 20% pay cuts due to COVID at my work. Why aren't we holding China China responsible, getting dim reparations? Can you imagine if the U.S. was responsible for this virus? We'd never hear the end of yeah. it. Yeah. China can't be held accountable. And unpopular opinion, they do some things right in their country that, like, we can't do here. They, they, they have a one-up oh, on us in some ways. Well, I'll have to agree to disagree on that one. But... Um, well, I, well, well yeah. okay. Let's start with the um, the concentration camps for the Muslims. I think they you know, there might be onto something there. Time magazine. Let's let's no. let's consider that. No, Muslims <laughs> are are turning out to be right about way more than I, I know. Thought, this, so you guys are going to so be. I'm fully team Uyghur on, on that board. one. Yeah. Um. No, I'm talking about like their sense of cultural homogeneity hmm. and their attitude when people tell them they need to accept immigrants is like. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we need to get from China. Um, All right. That attitude. Uh, Frank Underwood. The TV delay is because they send the feed via satellite to the studio. The round trip to space and back is simply slower than the Internet. I get that. But wow. I guess my question is, why? Why would you choose that when you don't have to? Right. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. But I, I, that's it. I don't know anything about TV production. I just know how to make this specific show. And that's it. Mark Watson. Sounds like Elon's husband has been consulting his brains out. Uh, yeah, or consulting her brains out or something. Uh, but yeah, the, that that needs to be thoroughly investigated. Eric Charm Ella. <laughs> I didn't get. Says, I didn't I get it at first. Yes. I can't wait to hear Blonde's take on Tom Hanks Chomo scandal. I don't even know what that is. I don't know that much about it. Honestly, that's right up my fiance's alley. She's uh, she's woke to these sorts of things. Chomo. I don't even. 
They're okay. the only thing I know is that Tom Hanks is allegedly part of that group on Instagram with like Ellen DeGeneres, where the, people believe they all speak in a secret pedo language to each other with their weird posts. But that's all I know. And quite frankly, even though I enjoy a good tinfoil hat, I hesitate to start floating like pedophilia allegations against people without hard evidence, because even though they're creepy Hollywood people, mm. I don't want to say things that I can't substantiate. So people that's are saying that's what they're saying, not me. Uh, Tom Hanks is for sure a ped- pedophile <laughs> substantiated. This is not and actually, any supposition. This is what is also proven is that his blood was mixed into the coronavirus vaccine that's coming to be enforced upon you specifically. It. So it transfuses with your blood and makes you a pedo. That <laughs> is what's going to happen. 100% confirmed, yeah. Susan. You heard it here. Uh, that dead eye guy. Nice to see you guys still doing great. Blonde, the wife and I are looking at Boise, Idaho because of the recent insanity. How is it there? And would you welcome a conservative Cali couple soon having kids? The thing about Boise is that I lied about living there <laughs> in an attempt to present, prevent myself from getting docs. I have only ever lived in North Idaho um, and I have never been to Boise. So fun fact about the web of lies I, I weave, I, I wove um, so that I could avoid getting docs, which just ended up happening anyway. So good to hear from you, but man. Sure. Hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, Thunderstorm. I'm, I'm already getting texts about Tom Hanks. Oh, oh really? What'd she say? Uh, I, I don't have time to ha- get through it. Uh, Thunderstorm, quote, double think means the power of holding two contradictory beliefs in one's mind simultaneously and accepting both of them. Yes. Yeah. Modern left. Yep. 2A education. Hey, Matt, I sent you an email. If you don't mind looking for it when you get a chance. And of course, great show. Both of you. Thanks as always. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I, uh, I'm generally on top of emails. I will say just generally for people who email me, um, sometimes it can take a few days, obviously, but particularly on the weekend. Like if you send me an email late in the week, high probability I won't see. Usually I sit down on Monday and kind of catch up on some of that stuff. So especially if you're emailing on the weekend, just sit tight and I'll probably get to it on uh, Monday. Um, our Zek DW. Sorry, dude. I don't know. Impromptu beauty and the beta meetup at the Alex Jones rally. I had a blast with my fellow listeners. Oh my the rest God. of you all missed out. I, if you got pictures or video or whatever, I'll definitely be interested in seeing totally. that. That sounds really pretty sweet. cool. Doc Bailey. I'm so toward tired is what that must mean of the news warning of right wing violence and totally ignoring just how often the left resorts to violence. Helicopter rides upcoming. <laughs> yeah, that dude is totally right on. It's like, what do you expect to happen? Oh, if anybody knows of this meme, I'm going to give you a very uh, vague description of, but I can't find this meme anywhere. I saw it like a few months ago. It was about white people and it was like white people slogans on the left. And the first one was like, you betcha. And then it said some other like white person slogan. And the last one was just a picture of, uh, of Nazis, <laughs> okay. like how white people get pushed too far. And like, they're really nice until they oh, just I kill see. everybody. I see. Uh, can somebody send email me that meme? I can't find it anywhere. It's mm. blonde in the belly of the beast at gmail.com. Um, right. That's totally true though. Helicopter rides upcoming. Uh, right wing discounts now uh, black <laughs> defensively. Uh, Blackwing O2, Blonde, you assume these protests have anything to do with race. It's more about tearing down our democratic and capitalist society and replace it with communism. Um, I think that they are highly racialized because if you look at uh, some of the theories on the right, um, a lot of that involves collective thinking um, and capitalism and democracy also do have kind of inherent flaws. I think people are defaulting to tribal natures 
And that's what we're seeing. I think it has much less to do with um, our governmental system than I previously thought. I, mean, I certainly don't think it's mutually exclusive. I, I see right. clear elements of both in what's going on here. I think that uh, you probably have certain individuals who are more interested than, in one than the other and kind of form an alliance in pursuit of what they're trying to get. But there ain't no shortage of hardcore, uh, well, in that particular sect, like anti-white racist people and then um, and, and, and actual yeah. communists, like straight up admitted hammer and sickle Marxists. And they're, yeah. they're both operating together. Yep. Um, Wazazel. Next college campus troll idea. A lot. It's okay to be white. <laughs> Slavery wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, it needs. And with the blonde grin on it. Yeah. That's uh, that's it. That's the next shirt in our t-shirt mm-hmm. store. I wonder if that one will, will pan out. Yeah, I know. I mean, we really are paying for it, aren't we? <laughs> Um, and there were a few ethical considerations uh, also, I would say naturally, <laughs> but long-term, uh, yeah. who got the short end of the stick on this one? Uh, well, it's, um, it has not, uh, it, it continues to be a sticking point. Yeah, it, it really does. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you were an American black, wouldn't you be like, I am so happy. I do not. Wasn't it Muhammad that. Ali who got in trouble for saying that? Or who was the famous athlete who was like, yeah, I, I think mean, it was it, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. It was basically like, well, you know, it was, it, there was a lot of bullshit, but at least I don't live in Africa. That was his point yeah. basically. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we made a terrible ethical decision and we will pay for it, uh, in perpetuity. It seems like um joshy boy says that cop basically said you've made your bed now lie in it yeah i guess so but i don't think that's the way they were taking it i think they were like oh we got this cop to quit yeah motherfucker yeah mark gi getting real tired of all this blm china virus um what is it reasonable to do unreasonable things seeing as our government is holding uh, a great job as breaking the deal and preserving our rights is am i did i read that like yeah that well seeing as our fundamentally as soon as government fails in its one and only job of preserving the rights of the people it loses its reason to exist it, it doesn't have legitimacy it has no purpose at that point yeah does that mean yeah. that justifies you in going and committing violence that doesn't mean that it justifies you in going to commit violence against other people but it does mean that citizens are right to look to restructure that government entity because it's not serving its purpose anymore. Obviously I think we have a moral obligation to do that through as peaceful means as possible. And until they're doing the sort of rights violation that we're seeing in sort of piecemeal portions across the country, they're banging on your door to take your property or to try to force you against your will to do things, violate your rights. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. But other than that, I think as soon as government stops fulfilling its purpose, like it is right now, we got to figure out ways to, place it with something that is aligned with what it's supposed to do yeah but also we're seeing we've been stripped of the conventional means by which to do that yeah like we're looking at our government like the the story with this with this fbi guy in the beginning the fbi lawyer it's like we cannot trust the institutions that we pay for to protect us (laughs) so at what point are we like uh reform seems impossible because this whole system is too corrupt well as as I've been saying for weeks or we've been saying for months on the show, it's you're just going to keep watching it play out. It, it, the trajectory is toward that. It's not away from that. And I'm just hoping yeah. for the best possible, most seriously speaking, Susan, I want the most peaceful resolution here. I want to be left alone. We all want to be left alone. Please start leaving us alone. That's it. I'll ask until you force me to do something else. Please don't force me to do something else. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, we're close though. We're close. Yeah. If Joe Biden wins and they they try to take people's guns, I mean, like, you're not taking my property. You're not seizing my property or my neighbor's property or any of that stuff. Oh, somebody just sent me the meme. Okay. Oh, there you go. That was quick. It's levels of white anger ranked. Number six is son of a gun. Number five is all right, bucko. (laughs) Number four is you just hold your horses. Number three is, well, now you just wait a minute. Number two is newsflash, pal. And then number one is a picture of people in SS uniforms. (laughs) It does escalate quickly, I guess. (laughs) So so right on. (laughs) Oh, okay. Who's next? Quantum football? Yeah, I think so. Um, how do we get Biden, Bill Clinton, and all the other Epstein people arrested for offensive touching? You don't, <laughs> and then you give them the power to rule the world. Is that is the answer huh. to that? Um, along with Alan Dershowitz, who inexplicably is involved in all this. Um, Hal Edwards. Robert A. Heinlein was a science fiction author. One of his important themes was the importance of individual liberty hmm. and self-reliance. You both, please keep up the great work. We are trying. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, thank you. Long Dong John says, is that guy shot, if that guy shot his mask gun at you, would you return fire? That would be a really hilarious shooting. I think you'd be justified. How are you supposed to know what the hell that gun is? Well, he had bullets um, attached to the side. Did you see that that was how he got the the, mask? I don't know what the weights were, but there, there is a weighted projectile on the strings. That's what you shoot a weighted projectile at me and I'm armed like I'm going to shoot well, if you're just face. pointing a gun shaped thing. I don't care what it is. I don't I don't have time to get up close. And it has and a I'm, laser sight on it, too. Oh, did it? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I, I'm not. It was green. Though. Yeah. If someone shoots him, it's his fault. He's committing the aggression against them. Bill McPherson, I guess dude didn't see the thousands of individuals who were protesting masks in Germany the other week. Then again, I don't expect authoritarians to know how to know about anything going on outside the U.S. Yeah. Um, thank you, Bill. Uh, Jeff Miller being bullied is one of the best things to ever happen to me. Uh, there's a line, but up to that, I think that, uh, it can only be good for kids. I agree. I reiterate. And I saw a lot in the chat that was like, Oh, I knew blonde was a bully. I was a selective bully. I never bullied like, no, I I did. I never (laughs) bullied like retarded kids or anything. I never did any of that. But like, if you were a bitch and you had a physical flaw that you were clearly insecure about, I was on it. Like Becca Lewis and her cats and her wine and stuff. Yeah. And her nose and probably her giant ass. (laughs) I I assume her giant ass. Uh, Mr. Rich Lopich. How can that woman be kidnapped? Literally all she has to do is sit down and she ain't going anywhere. (laughs) Also. Yeah. No one's going to rape precious. So Uh, Brooks Neal, I live in South Carolina and here is why I don't believe the mayoral candidate story. Mm. It says she's running for mayor, but it's clear that she's never run before. (laughs) Ayo. Thank you, Steve. And the amount of food the kidnapper would have to buy to keep her alive would probably leave him about, uh, even once the money comes through. Um, I don't know about that though, because he could feed her nothing and she could stay alive for like six months. Yeah, maybe I, I'm going to break the rules slightly and just shout out to Rich Klein here because this is the joke I was trying to think of earlier, but it didn't really come together. The The lyric in wet, wet ass P word is make your pullout game weak because of how uh, because of the situation down there. But he says, uh, Lena Dunham makes my put in game weak. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was the one I was looking for. Oh. It didn't didn't uh, didn't arrive. 
Jacob Tola. Matt, on your vid from Wednesday on Portland and self-defense, and then for no reason at all, the K-1, the clan. Oh, yeah. I, that, took, that took me too long you, to figure out. Gotta, Did it take you a second I couldn't to? even see it, but yes, you have to get around the censorship. The clan was organized defensively, Susan. Of course. Defensively. Yeah. Um, Kurt says, you, you guts are great. Go for it. I assume that means you guys. I think that means, I think because guys is banned on, on Super Chat now, too. You can't even say that. Guys under, under, is banned under on Super reign. Chat? It wouldn't surprise me. You can't say that word. Maybe he's just talking about my postpartum body. Though. <laughs> Tom 1212. I still think that blonde person way in the back of the cuties poster is a boy. Really creepy. Another news, uh, up dudes for Zapata. That dude is a real Patriot. Um, lots of us are getting very angry. I, hear mm. you. Uh, I don't have the poster in front of me, but yeah, there is like a blonde girl in there who does just look a little, a little weird, but you know, I, I didn't want to pick on the kids of the situation, I guess. Uh, anyway, um, let me, I think um, we're good over on D Live. Thank you guys for supporting we, the show. What? I'm gonna. Oh, okay. I we're good on Streamlabs as well. But let's catch up on YouTube. Mark Duquesne, Trump is right about China. China is right about Islam. Islam is right about women. Women are right only when led by the right man. Mm. Here, here. That pretty much sums it up. Uh, Islam is right about about women uh, esoteric unbound someone from st louis calling casey pretty gay is rich what's next citing all of casey's senseless violence and stuck up chicks <laughs> I, I actually i grew up in st louis but i prefer kansas city hmm. as an urban environment do we know for sure um, he was talking about kansas city i wasn't able to no. figure out what city he was talking about if i'm thinking of the fag capital of the world i'm thinking about san francisco with a bullet not even close yeah yeah uh, YouTube, YouTube says blonde thoughts on national justice party with the TRS guys. I don't follow the TRS guys super closely, although I do like them. Um, so I don't know what you're talking about because hmm. I spend 12 hours a day breastfeeding and that's pretty much it. And the other uh, hours Dar- are Googling herself and the other hours are Googling myself or <laughs> yeah. tickles in my throat or weird rashes yes. on the baby. Derek Finley, um, just thought of sex while looking at Liam Dun- <laughs> Dunham and developed ED never coming back, man. Kurt says, can I move into Jackson Hole? Jackson Hole. We love Jackson. Uh, we, sweet. we got engaged Lots there. Lots of leftists there, though. We wanted to get married there. We, we opted for a different place. But um, and I would I mean, I would gladly live in Jackson. However, you're dealing with two things. One, insane property prices, because that's that's the it's the Dick Cheney's of the world who are living there. So even to get a horrible rundown trailer, you better be a millionaire. You got that problem. So if you really like the Tetons, we've considered like living on the Driggs, Idaho side, the the west side of the Tetons, but east side of Idaho, you get all of the pristine Teton beauty without all of the like elitist high cost bullshit. The other thing about Jackson is it is the the leftist haven of Wyoming. If there is such a thing, I know that's hard to believe, but go there. Plastic bags are banned. Um, They have all sorts of stupid rules like you can't idle your car in the winter. Uh, all what? sorts of nonsense like that. It's yeah. And it, it's full of virtue signaling crap. So while I would gladly live in Jackson, all things considered, I don't think it's a high value pick necessarily. Pacific underground breaking Kellyanne Conway is leaving the Trump administration to focus on family and her husband is leaving the Lincoln project. Just a statement on Twitter. What? Wow. I didn't, I didn't know that. So uh, big news. Um, Anon Mouse is blonde. Google levels of white anger. Yes, people sent me the a bunch of people sent me the meme. Thank you. 
Uh, love you guys and congrats on the baby. Thank you. Matt and I once made love or something. Thank you. <laughs> um, Matthew Sturgis. I escaped Minneapolis in a little less than a month. Uh, looking forward to getting away from fear porn and ivory tower politics. Very happy Wisconsin does not have a duty to retreat. Thanks, as always, for the Sandy Safe Space. You're welcome. Congratulations, Matthew. Yeah. Good luck with the move, man. And uh, it, it bums me out to, hear, to watch that city decay. But I, of course, um, uh, I, of course, hopefully greener pastures on the other side of the board. You're not the only one, by the way. I mean, I've got personal friends in Minneapolis who are talking about the same thing. I'm going to move up to the lakes of northern Wisconsin. Yeah, really. And I, I don't blame um, you one bit. You got to get out of there. Get out. Yep. Darlene K. It's crazy night here. What is the latest on Caesar? And we need an Emmeline appearance at some point, if that's something you're comfortable with. Um, oh, she's so cute, darling. She's so fat. She's a fat little baby. <laughs> I love her so much. Caesar was adopted by the world's nicest lady who has two other tiny reject dogs. Mm. And she sends me videos and they are all like best buds. And she loves Caesar. She sent me a video of him. Um, after she had given him a lavender and Epsom salt like bath <laughs> and she like dotes on him, and she has a little front pouch to carry him around when they go on their hikes. <laughs> it sounds like, like he seriously speaking. I know people were giving you a hard time about this Caesar shit, but it sounds like it really worked out for the best for, for the that best, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. Cause my husband was out of town for two weeks and it was getting to the point where he's like, listen, like I will come home and I'm going to put that dog down. He tried to make an appointment at the vet to put the dog down. And uh, lo and behold, uh, Caesar is getting baths and going on hikes and, I don't, eating whatever food he can eat with his two teeth left. He's oh, uh, I know. Yeah. And I don't miss him at all. And the house is so much more peaceful. And my husband, I can tell, hates me like 10% less. Win, win. Everybody comes out ahead, I think. I know. Speaking of which, I, I have to get downstairs okay. sooner. He's going to divorce I me. I think we're pretty place. much caught up. There might be a Oh, couple. there's one more. Okay. Um, Phosphorator says, America should split into a racial thunderdome. Looking forward <laughs> to the breakup of Yugoslavia 2.0. <laughs> we're headed that way. Plausibly, I think we're uh, yeah, we're all we're all set. So we will call it a show there. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Sorry about um, Susan's or whoever's technical difficulties. I remain very curious and suspicious about what exactly happened mid show. Perhaps I'll get some information down the line somewhere. But thanks for bearing with it and for hanging out with us and for keeping us in touch with the news and all the information. If you're listening later on YouTube. Uh, or on DLife, or on BitChute, or whatever Nazi platform you might find the show. <laughs> Thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. Remember, if you want to take us on the go, you want to listen to the show, uh, you can do that and with all the podcast audio platforms. They're linked in the description. They're linked on the website. Uh, we're on Spotify, have been for a few weeks, and that's going really well, so check us out on Spotify if you like to listen. Other than that, uh, you can send us an email. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. We'll be back next Sunday because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not meet the press. Have a good night. Bye, guys. <laughs>